Good morning, sports fans. Fill up that coffee cup and that bowl. Sit back and relax. Because live from Colorado, it's time for the Sports Offensive Account. I tell you what, sports fans, every time I hear that that intro, I just can't help but think how much I wish I had seen uh, Grateful, or uh, excuse me, uh, not Grateful Dead, but Guns N' Roses in concert <laughs> before they uh, before they broke up and became like a, a, semi, a semi-group, you know. Um, but welcome uh, to the show, everyone. I'm happy to be with you here. We've got everyone in studio. Nate, Dog, and JP have made the trip up. I just recently flew in from the East Coast, so... Uh, we're all a little tired, except I think JP actually had sleep last night. I true? did. I got home at uh, about 9.30 and uh, ate some, uh, made, made a seven-minute minute meal, uh, had a little lasagna from over at King Supers that was marked down because the last day it was on, <laughs> and uh, nice. threw some green chili and some rice together and uh, ate it up real quick, laid down, and next thing you know, it's 5.30 in the morning. Nothing better than getting those those, <laughs> yeah. those food options from King Supers that are super marked down, Oh yeah. except that sometimes the edges are dried and you know stuff like that, but... I do that. I do that often, you know. Oh, I, I love going in and getting a dollar fifty-eight piece fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's you know, hey, in, in a time when money is scarce, it's uh, it's always nice to have a meal for for a good price. And uh, Nate, looks like you uh, have a long day ahead of you, but uh, thanks for coming up and doing the show. Oh, of course, yeah, um, yeah. The restaurant's been very busy this week. Oh my goodness, um, we've been doing over 120 covers every day. Damn. And you guys open at five. Three in the week, yeah. 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 Uh, and we have, like, I think we're going to do over two to 200 Nate, tonight. Nate, so, give, the, uh, uh, give the restaurant a plug here. Yeah, so uh, Carmine's on Penn, guys. It's uh, family-style Italian. Uh, it's down on Pennsylvania and Bayard in Denver. Uh, come on down. Uh, great food. Uh, like I said, bring a big group with you. It's family-style. And, uh, you know, it's all the classic pasta dishes from uh, old Italy. Do you, and, do you have any of, like, the, the big, like, semicircular uh, booths? And then you have a table that can spin – or um, a, a little round thing in the middle of the table that can spin with the food? I wish we did. Huh. Yeah. I didn't even – You should go to Buca de Beppo and see how they do it. Okay. But it's awesome because huh. – I mean, they only have, like, two tables like that. But you yeah. can fit a big group around the table. And then the middle yeah. spins. And huh. so you put all the food I've, in the middle. I've seen that. Yeah, and you yeah. rotate it around and grab the food out that you want. Yep, I've seen and, that. Uh, that is know. pretty cool. And it allows you to uh, not feel bashful about taking that last meatball because you just send that <laughs> motherfucker around and grab it. You know? Yeah, so. right? <laughs> so I had to That's tell you guys funny. a story from dry, or flying home. So first of all, uh, thankfully, you know, flight was on time and everything, so we took off around 5, and I think uh, we landed in Denver at uh, 6.50. Yeah, now, where were you flying from? Uh, flew out of EWR, so New, uh, Newark, New Jersey. Oh, you flew out of Newark. <laughs> well, we had to because the client we went and saw in the afternoon was much closer to Newark, only about 40 uh, minutes gotcha. as opposed to an hour and 20 to Philly. So, I gotcha. Um, and the main place we were having meetings most of the week uh, were all in Doylestown, which is a little tiny, tiny little town uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, it's, a, it's a great little town. Well, not, I'm sorry, in uh, Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> it's, a great little, it's a great little town. It's also funny how... There's no fanfare when you change states out in the east. Like in the west out here, when you drive into a new state, when you go from California to Oregon, when you go to Colorado to Wyoming, I mean, they announce it. There's big signs, you know, a big, like, proud sign that you're coming into the new state. And there, 
the GPS just suddenly says, and welcome to Philadelphia. And you're like, and it's always driving over a bridge, or at least everywhere that I went. Yeah. Uh, so what is that river or, or lake, or what is it that separates a, a big part of the border? Because, oh, that, that's the Delaware River. Oh, okay. Where George Washington crossed. I thought that was the Potomac. The Potomac's in Maryland. Oh, it's in Maryland. Yeah, okay. D.C. Okay. Well, George Washington crossing the Delaware? Or do we have to go back to elementary school here a little bit? Or you got a history lesson that, coming? Is, is that what that painting is? I thought that painting I, I was think him he going did. over the, the Potomac. That's two different deals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm merging them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyway. Don't, don't mark my words, but down. Yeah. Um, but I also – so, so I, one, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. So is that I better? have now – yeah. Okay. I have now flown to Florida and Newark in uh, four, four times total uh, over the last six months. Uh-huh. And the flight times have all been relatively the same, right? They're almost always three hours to 45 minutes to four hours, mm-hmm. right? But the flight back is always the longer one yep. because of the jet stream, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Somehow our flight back was only three hours and like 26 minutes yesterday huh. as opposed to flying almost four <laughs> hours out. Uh, you know what? Um, that happened to me. Uh, the last time I flew home, it's because the jet stream is so whacked out right now um, with the, so where not, it's sitting. Like not competing with it? it? Yeah, you're not competing against it where normally you are. Because I okay. got home when I oh. when I was home for my parents' 50th in October, I got back in like a record time of like three hour and ten minutes. Right. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, I was like literally going, okay, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a shock. Like I couldn't believe when they told us that we were start, we were starting to descend. I was like, oh, really? We're done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it another 30 minutes, right? Yeah, it, I, it was weird. Because I'm telling you, the three-hour, 30 minutes, I'm fine. It's when it's every minute after three hours and 30 minutes that I start to get I start get antsy and get cooped up. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if I could ever do European flights again, which I, I did a number of times. But, uh, you know, if you fly into New York, maybe the next time I go, I'll fly into New York and then fly the next day, you know, mm-hmm. and have a day to just, you know, chill in New York or something like that. Um Saw the skyline plenty, but never did get to go into the city. Uh, thankfully, it's a I had a different animal. I had a car, so it's not like I really <laughs> wanted to drive into New York. So yeah, New York's uh, crazy. And I, I, I love I, it. Driving all those backwoods in Pennsylvania, dude. I mean, it. Now, first of all, it's cool as hell. I, I love the forest yeah, coming right up to the roads. I love the fact that on all of these old highways, the the houses are right off the highway. There's oh, no yeah. there's no subdivisions. There's no neighborhoods. It's just houses off the main roads. It's crazy. How, and they're huge yeah. with massive yards. And, uh, and again, all the woods that come up right up the edge. But I tell you, when you're driving at 1130 at night from the airport, exhausted, trying to get to your hotel, and it's foggy, I t- you, you expect Jason to jump out at any moment and slash your tires and then oh, kill yeah. you. you know, that's, that's, that's all I was thinking. You know, maybe, maybe a Freddy Krueger, maybe a Mike Myers, but it looked more like a Jason setting, uh-huh. you know? But the forests are beautiful. I mean, they are gorgeous forests. It, they're thick and lush, yeah. and like you'll see, like the like the trees on either side, like their trees, like their their branches and leaves are growing together over these high over highways, it's, not it's, roads, but it's highways. All old, old, yeah, old. You know, I mean, well, they're, you got to remember. Tall. Back in the you know late 1700s, yeah. those towns were founded basically, and uh, early 1800s is when they were founded. And 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 and, and it's very overgrown back there. As opposed to here, we have these sprawling. You know, we're a step up from a desert climate. We have these sprawling open spaces. And then you go into the mountains where the pine beetles got all the damn trees. <laughs> but um, yeah, the East Coast is a very different animal. I tell you what, you look at those trees and you realize that Vance Joseph would love to live out there because every time someone would say like, you know, what's it like out there? The trees are tall. 
Yeah. You know, so he'd have a good time. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a, there was a Penn State player that um, he used to uh, practice tackling by knocking over trees. <laughs> Big trees. I'm, he, there's a, I, I wish I had the picture on my computer. He, he, they, him, he's literally trouncing. He's knocking. This tree is like a foot and a half wide, and he's tackling the damn thing. So, well, <laughs> whatever works, you know. That's wild, man. But the other thing I wanted to tell you was, so two. Well, actually, it's kind of a two-parter. But first off, get on the plane, and we're getting ready to take off. And there's like there's two seats empty on the other side. It's a couple that got on late, and they're like a other young couple. They couldn't have been more than like 22 or 23. But I think she was like a cross between like maybe a Persian and Indian or something like that. Ooh. But, I mean, she was one of the single most attractive women I've ever seen, like exactly my type. And she was wearing those super tight spandex type of like, you know, traveling yoga pants or whatever. And she loved walking back and forth and bending over like the whole flight. I don't know what she was always doing. It was something else. I mean, maybe that's why the flight went by so fast. Yeah. <laughs> One confident point, lady. Yeah, I got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of stare, and it doesn't really matter. And, you know, her boyfriend, I'm sure if he had noticed, he'd have gotten pissed off, but he wasn't that big. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, you know, like, I ain't the strongest guy, but you know what? Yeah, try and try and take down uh, 285 pounds, and you might run into some problems. I, I'll just sit <laughs> on you. So, um, But then – so then, you know, I'm, I'm always in my own head and oblivious to everything because I've got so much stuff going on in my mind. And I'm walking in, and my boss had gotten uh, – uh, we had gotten detached because we had to go to the restrooms and stuff. And I was like, let's just meet at the carousel, right? So I just hop on the tram because the, the doors are about to close. So I just, just squeeze into the last second, not even paying attention to anything around me, right? Suddenly I look to the right. There's this gal. She – I don't know. I don't Maybe 30? She would be really your type. Uh, <laughs> she was blonde, like, you know – um, like nice tan and she was like very slender but very like athletic right you know like she wasn't like she wasn't missing anything and I, I was like did she fucking fly in that outfit she had on like a sports bra top that left very little of the imagination <laughs> a, a significant midriff and then like short spandex shorts you know on on her bottom and then flip-flops and that was all she wore and I'm thinking, dude, I'm like, can you imagine walking around wearing almost nothing? And I guess if you look great, you know, you don't care. Yeah. But I tell you what, dude, and she caught me checking her out. But it was like I was so stunned. She was right next to me. You're like, you're like wow, I thought people only looked like that on Instagram. I thought you had to have a Snapchat <laughs> filter to look that good, you know. And then we get off the plane, and I I was watching her when she got off the uh, the tram. And uh, not surprisingly, her fellow was waiting for her with a bouquet of roses, and I thought, you know oh, yeah. what? You got a woman like that, you better do that. Otherwise, she <laughs> might be like, screw you, I'm going with this guy. So, anyway, that made for an interesting flight. <laughs> all I kept thinking, though, was I wanted to write to the airline and be like, however the hell you made that flight faster, do that all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, if it's jet stream, it won't matter. Yeah. All right, so. Which one are you? Oh, that's a good question. He's probably the number two on the on the dial. Better? Up? Yep. There you go. And do you want to go ahead and read the sports trivia question? Yeah, sure, you man. I, you know, I, we're, since we have these uh, running backs we're talking about so much here, holding out uh, Melvin Gordon and uh, Zeke right now is not showing up to camp. So the sports, tri- sports offensive trivia question of the week, who are in the history of the NFL? Who are the top three NFL running backs with the most rushing TDs in their career? And this is only rushing. This isn't combined TDs, just solely just rushing. rushing TDs. And I have the top three and their totals for their careers. Interesting. Okay. I look forward to seeing that. Um, 
Yeah, I got some ideas right off the top of my head. I'm oh, sure yeah. you do too. Oh yeah. You know, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be tricky to be like, you know, is it was it more common for running backs to get the touchdowns back in yesteryear or in today? <laughs> yeah, year, it's a good know? it's a good trivia question. You know, because I I know I always focus on the yardage for some reason. That's what everybody focuses on. So I'm like, on. okay, yeah, if you were to ask me who the top like three right all time leading rushers were, I could probably do that. Yeah, now you know. And I'm sure they're probably maybe they're the three same guys, I guess. But you, you raise a good point there because I was thinking, I'm like, well, everybody thinks the rushing yards. And I'm like, yeah. who has the most rushing touchdowns? Not combined, yeah. but just rushing touchdowns. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> is the number in there too of how many? It oh is? yeah, okay. Oh yeah, I got all the numbers. Cool. Awesome, awesome. And so I see you got a note on here about two boxers died. Now I knew about the one. Yeah. Yeah. Maxim Dadashev and, and yeah. Hugo Santillan. Um, he's an Argentinian. Uh, they both died of the, basically the same thing with uh, basically bleeding on the brain, head trauma. So head trauma. Um, and uh, you know, a uh, Maxim Dadashev, uh, he was basically boxing for his green card. He's trying to bring his wife and young kid over from Russia, yeah. and his wife wasn't here. They had to fly her in emergent on a private plane to uh, literally got her here. You know, he was a, in, into an induced coma. Um, you know, when she was here and he passed away. But you know, the funny thing is, is I, uh, you guys know I watch First Take a lot. Yeah. Um, Max Kellerman is one of ESPN's and either it's HBO or Showtime. I'm not sure which one anymore. One of their top boxing analysts. And this became a topic uh, after Maxim died. And Max said, I didn't get to see the fight. I saw all the highlights of the fight. Mm-hmm. And um, Max Kellerman said, basically, on first take that, you know, he didn't appear in any trouble whatsoever during the fight that it needed to be called. He's one of those guys who just has a tough chin. He can take a punch. There's people out there that can take a punch. I've taken punches, and I laughed at people when they've done it. I've got roundhouse kicked and laughed hey, at everyone. That was Homer is in, Homer's entire strategy in The Simpsons <laughs> and, and uh, taking out Mike Tyson. Exactly. So it, it was one of those things, and, and you know, Max brought up a good good point. In the round, well, the last the last punch the guy took was right at the bell, and that's when his corner threw the talent and said no more. And that's when he didn't look right. Mm-hmm. And then he they got him out of the ring when he got out of the people's behind the you know the curtain and everything like that he he stumbled they gathered him up got nauseous he vomited they got him on the stretcher they got him to the hospital so they're now looking into you know was the response time fast enough so on and so forth because he was put in an induced coma and operated on so on and so forth and you know it's just an unfortunate thing for boxing and i wanted to bring the topic up because you know we just saw in the ufc uh what was it two weekends ago now um that that one guy that came out at the bell and did a running knee kick to the skull of the other guy and knocked him cold in, in, in three seconds. Yes, it, he knocked him cold in three seconds. In Nate, I'm going to do that to you after the show. <laughs> a running well, of, course, guy, of course, my jumping knee would barely it. make it to your thigh. <laughs> but literally, it knocked him out in three seconds. It was one of the fastest knockouts ever. You know, do we have a problem in combat sports here across the board that maybe they're becoming too violent? And I hate saying that because we all love our combat sports and watching oh, yeah. the competition and so on and so forth. But if we start putting people's lives on the line here, we all, everyone knows when they get into a race car, something could happen. When you get into a boxing ring, something could happen. When you get into an octagon, something can happen. Something can always go. When you're driving down the yeah. damn highway, something can happen. Of course yeah. it can. So but are we reaching a point here where 
our our strength, our speed, and everything, it might be reaching a little bit too violent of a point because we've seen this in the NFL with uh, basically concussions and the way you're allowed to hit anybody on defense now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the rule of where you can hit, where you cannot hit. You know, just wanted to pose that question up to you guys. Looking a little empty there, buddy. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Down there. Remind me, I got to come down to your house, to your place, one of these, uh, to one of your faves, one of these days. Yeah. We'll check everything out. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, as far as the sports that, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, we don't want people dying. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think there comes a point where it's like, you know, this is a competition, and competition can't be perfect in terms of um, not having people get getting hurt, especially if it's a contact sport. Yeah. I don't think MMA is going to go away no matter what. Boxing. It could just because I don't think it's as popular, but I love boxing. I, 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 I do, I do Technical too. fights are fun to watch. They, they are, and I think with boxing, a lot of people have gotten turned off with some of the bogus decisions that we've seen now over the past mm-hmm. couple of years. Um, I know Manny Pacquiao got completely screwed down in Australia when he fought that Australian. I mean, Pacquiao had that fight won. This was, I think, a year and yeah. a half ago, two years ago now. He had that fight won by by an onslaught and they gave the decision to the Australian. It was just absolutely absurd. A joke. Yeah. And you know, you've, you've seen a couple other decisions just you go like, what are you thinking? Who was watching this fight? Yeah. The mafia. So, so, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to pose that up there. Cause I know we do live, live in a, a violent sports world. Even the NBA gets violent. I mean, when you imagine falling on your back, on a hardwood court coming up, if you, if you, if you, you, you go up the dunk and all of a sudden you get hit and I, you go straight down. Yeah, on the I, think, I think the thing to take away from all this JP is with awareness, you know, like those guys in the corner, I know they want them out there. They want to win and winning is super important, but man, I mean, this guy's life depended on them and they didn't come through. You know what I mean? Like that is something that those guys are probably going to have to deal with the rest of their lives. I think about the other boxer. Now, yeah, so to me, that's... Yeah, a, that's that, yeah. Yeah, the other boxer. Oh, yeah, I can't even imagine. Although but, Bruce Willis didn't feel bad when he killed that boxer in Pulp Fiction. So maybe they don't... <laughs> maybe they're like, you know, hey, nothing personal, but uh, shouldn't have gotten in the ring with me if you were if you weren't prepared, you know? I bet you that, like, he didn't feel bad about that guy that ball gagged him in Pulp Fiction either. <laughs> Is Marcellus Wallace a woman? (laughs) Zed's dead. Uh, He didn't say woman. (laughs) I know. I was trying to keep it PG. (laughs) That's all right. I've already sworn twice, so I think we're we're good on the FCC checklist. That's true. Uh, Yeah, but dude, that the greatest line ever, right? What country are you from? Or what, do they speak English what, what? That's the best What, what language what do they speak in what? <laughs> say what again? I dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more time. Oh, I missed that. I, that's why I want to go see Tarantino's movie. <laughs> I, I, do, I do, too. No one does dialogue like him. And I still contend he would be um, – apparently he's written the Star Trek script. And is going to do the next Star Trek movie because he's a huge fan. But wow. I want him to. It's going do... to be rated R too. Yeah, that I, I'm a I have to see that, that one. <laughs> that part concerns me a little bit, but uh, just because of the, I feel it'll deviate a lot from maybe the. Oh, it will. You know, <laughs> but I, I, but I mean, then again, sometimes maybe it has to. You know, like I heard Discovery's veers a lot, and I haven't seen that episode, that that series yet. But I think his brilliance would be if he did. Um, Job of the Hutt's coming of age or coming to power movie or trilogy for Star Wars, and they did rate it R because 
Think of the dialogue he could do for bounty hunters and smugglers and gangsters. Dude, exactly. it would be amazing. And it, but see, I don't know if he's a Star Wars fan, and I don't know yeah, if he's all the vernacular. But if he did, the dialogue would be just incredible. It would be it, Disney would finally make a great Star Wars movie, <laughs> you know. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, um, and then did we talk about both guys who died? I think the second one is the, is the flying knee. No, 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 oh. no. That was just the what that was, was that in called? UFC. The flying knee. The flying knee. It was just a flying knee. I mean, he literally. Yeah. I, I saw the replay because it's, it's, it's if you if you blink, you miss it. It's three seconds. He he. The, the bell rings. He runs across the ring, leaps up in the air with his knee first, and nails the guy square in the skull. And the guy just wow. falls just flat <gasps> to the ground. He falls <laughs> face down to the ground. It's. I'm going to go home and practice that. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, UFC or uh, Strike Force videos on uh, YouTube, you can find the ones with a dual knockouts where these guys kick each other or punch each other at the exact, exact same, same moment. Time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those are awesome. They are. Like, you know. And as far, as far as boxing, why don't they just have matches go until someone gets knocked out? Well, they used to have like 15 round um, matches. Yeah. And then, plus, way back in the day, like Rocky Marciano. Um, I mean, way back then, and those ma- those I think they used to have twenty round matches. They even. did, I think. So he, yeah, you know, that way back in, the, in those days, someone was getting knocked out. <laughs> it seems like if it gets to the eighth round, that they're playing for a decision at that point. That's pretty, that's pretty much what you do. Yeah, that's unless what, that's you unless sport. you know you need a knockout. Yeah, and I think at this point, who knows what the decision is going to be? So exactly. all you got to do is get to the end, and you got a shot to win. Yeah. So. You know that that is a good point. You know, if you get yeah. to the end, who who does know what the decision is going to be? I mean, because yeah. there's been so many questionable judges that have, have absolutely just completely I, blundered yeah. the punch count and fight. I hate to say it, but that might revive boxing. <laughs> if they were right. to be like, you know, the only way to win is a knockout. So go go out there and knock somebody takes, out. <laughs> yeah, if it takes three rounds, it takes and you 23 could, And you could say, you know, three knockdowns or whatever, a TKO yeah. counts as well. Of course. But yeah, yeah none of these decisions, you know, just every time, if, if you don't knock them out, it's a draw. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. Yeah, but that would take away like all the technical part of boxing, right? Right. Because, you wouldn't have I Floyd mean, Money Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> would, but then again, is that a bad thing? Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, Floyd was never known as as uh, as a heavy puncher. Yeah, but all greatness doesn't always look great. And what I that's mean, true. what I mean by that is, you know, like a defensive battle in the Super Bowl, you know, thirteen to ten. That's, yeah. It doesn't look great on TV, but you know, because the defenses were the dominant piece, it was. Oh yeah, that's the way the game turned out. So yeah, well, it's like the Patriots Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was gonna. I was trying to think of the name of the dude in Street Fighter Two. I'm sure you all played it. I'm sure everybody on, the, on their audience has played it. Um, what was the set? The the penultimate fighter, the guy before M Bison, the one that had the scar on his chest because Ryu had done the. The Sharukin or whatever it was called, yeah. like right across his chest. Sharukin. And he, but he was like, he was super hard to beat. He was after Vega. And his only guy I can't remember the name of. I have friends the, that would know this answer, but I don't. <laughs> he was the boss on the very original Street Fighter. Yeah. But uh, and then then you defeated him with the Sharukin to win. I the game. I have him pictured. He has like a purple suit on or something. No, that's M Bison. You're oh, that's M Bison. So he just has boxer shorts and t- and and taped up uh, fists, and oh. he's really tall. He's bald. He's burly. Mm. He's not huge, but he's really strong. You know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. If anybody out there knows the answer, go ahead and call in 929 477 3204. 
again, 929-477-3204. Well, we are going to do a little bit of a a fantasy uh, preview here. This is without doing uh, a lot of individual research. We're not going to dig into sleepers or spoilers at this point, Uh, but we just kind of want to review the positions and, uh, and see kind of what the state of the positions are and how some of the experts are ranking things. Is that, am I describing that about right? Oh yeah. Cool. So I, I, the one thing I think is, I think the one that we have printed out is Matthew Berry's. Yeah. But I, I think it's also a good idea for us to look at the PPRs of maybe you could either do Barry or I like Carabelle or Cockroft. Yeah. I'm not huge on Yates and Clay. Uh, I don't like Yates. I, I can tell you, I, t- I took Barry because he's pretty down the middle with a lot of people think. Agreed. And he's more well known. Yeah. I'm guessing that these picks of his are probably not PPR. These are PPR. Oh, they are. Yeah, they're PPR because uh, Matthew Barry is ESPN's number one fantasy guy for the fantasy show. Oh yeah. So that's why I went with with, with him. And some of the picks I agree with, some of them I don't. That's why I thought it'd be great to bring on here and debate a little bit. And then then we have uh, NBC Sports released a top um, 32 of all the NFL teams, um, one through 32, which I think is going to be a good debate. Also, I put that on here because there's some very interesting spots some teams fell in that, in my opinion. And and the big shakeup to me is with Tyreek not getting suspended, which I think he should be at least a game, uh, that that changes the Chiefs' outlook. Well, know, and I just got a I just got a Adam Schefter's reporting off the of ESPN that the Golden Tate might have a four game suspension, but he it says that he has a good case not to get suspended. I don't know why what it says about it. It just well, it must, came be, across. must be drugs if it's four games. Yeah. Right? It, or it just came across enhancing something. Well, it, oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. It just came across my phone right there when I turned my phone down. So I just saw it, so I figured I'd mention uh, it. Oh, I thought you meant like is, substance abuse. Oh, yeah, well I guess it'd be either. Yeah, yeah. it could be either. Yeah, I although he's not known I think, like, for that first substance abuse. Four games for pretty much anything. That'll be another thing I'll be real interested to see with the NFL collective bargaining agreement is the marijuana thing. Yep. Yeah, yep. they've already talked about that. You know, coming up, poor, poor Josh Gordon. If they make changes, <laughs> you know, it's like, boy, he sure did. I know, right? You to come into the NFL ten years later, but it's still amazing. For as much as you could love uh, pot or drinking or whatever it is, or be addicted to something. You just would think that millions of dollars would be enough, but you know what? Maybe, may, and, and and I'm not like defending his, you know, the way he went about it or anything. But I mean, there is a chance that Gordon was like, I don't smoke hardly at all. I smoke like once every like 12 to 13 days. I just have to to get, I have to get a couple of hits to. Maybe he's got a mental, you know, issue that's not really diagnosed or, or what, you know, whatever it is. I mean, there are things that pot can help with. Yeah, and. You know, it's also a good stress reliever for some people. So maybe for him, it was like I just had some. Just I'm just so you know wound up. I just had to to mm-hmm. you know to get loose or whatever. And it could just be he got tested too often on those days. And otherwise, it's like he had 27 days straight. You could have tested me, and nothing would have happened. But then for six days, I'm peeing just above the meter. You know, I don't know. Again, not I'm not defending him. Again, if you're gonna yeah, who knows? Yeah, you'd get, your, you'd get your stuff yeah. together. But. Anyway, maybe he smoked the morning of the test. You just never know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Little wake and bake, take a pee test. And I'm guessing that his, I'm guessing that for him after the first one, he was probably watched. Yeah, oh, they're on a so. schedule. They're basically on a predetermined schedule. Like they almost know when it's coming. I mean, like too, you can't, I but that you can't just use fake pee because they're right. watching you pee. You know? Oh yeah, they're standing there looking at your old dingaling. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing that more guys don't get stage fright and be like, dude, I can't start peeing. They do. You're staring at me. <laughs> they do. It's like, it's like okay, you see my, you, you know, you see my wing, you see the cup here. Now can you look at the wall? 
just ahead of me or just behind me. You can hear me peeing, and then you can look once if you have to once I'm going, you know? I don't know. <laughs> just weird things that you can think of that would be that would be hindrances. Um, I feel like we were going to say something, or I was going to say something, and it just kind of popped right out of my head. So, uh, like most of my good thoughts. Yeah, I just poured into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess... We look at number one, and there really isn't really much debate, right? I mean, at quarterback, quarterback, yeah, quarterback. We're going quarterback. Doing what he did last year, but hey, I mean, who knows? I mean, you never expect someone to duplicate that kind of a season. No way. Because now they're going to have film on him. Now they're going to be designing yeah. plays against him. I mean, league he's good job. though. And we're talking about Patrick Mahomes here. Yeah. If he yeah. didn't catch on to that one. Yeah, he's good. And I'm not. I'm not trying to say he's not. He's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the guy's just. Just it's just wild to watch him play. There's also rumors out there that saying he tested positive for something. Did any of you guys see that? There's something flying around. I've seen a couple articles that he's 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 definitely saying that no 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 it's not on the van list. But there's there's some article out there, and I oh. saw it just briefly, and I couldn't find anything else on it that there might be some talk. And it sounds like he has a good case too. But it, yeah. I saw it. I don't know if it was a spoof article because oh, with all this political I stuff going on with everything else, sure. there's spoof articles flying up all all over the place oh, yeah. everywhere. Right sure. Now. But, um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, obviously MVP season last year. And um, we just got to look at, to me, the biggest part of the Chiefs is their defense because they got rid of their two best pass rushers. Well, they brought in some good pass rushers. They though. did, but their two best from, that, from their defense, that wasn't very good, or were gone. But, yeah, they did bring them in. I don't know, was talking about the two guys they now have blitzing on the outside. Now one of them they had already, but he's yeah. now the starting yeah. like, you know, blitzing back. And then they brought in a free agent. I can't remember who it was, but mm-hmm. he was like, they might actually be better because the people they, they let go are kind of getting older. That's true. That's true. Now that that's very defendable. And you know, I don't, I don't want to tout the chiefs. No, I, of course I know you don't <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, all right. So here's, here's Mahomes' numbers from last year. I mean, astounding. For basically a rookie, yeah. right? He played one game the previous season. Um, I mean, this is incredible, man. I didn't realize he did all this. So, yardage, 5,097 yards. So, not that 5,000 is a huge accomplishment because it's done most of the time every year now since the last, like, what, 10 years? But it's only done by so many quarterbacks. Only, like, a couple of guys do it, right. But, okay, so 5,097 touchdowns, 50. Yes, yep. fifty. That's only the yep. I, if I'm memory serves me. This is only the third time that a quarterback is throwing. Wasn't for 50. Peyton, so. Peyton Manning? Didn't he get fifty-eight to one year? Fifty-five. 50. Okay. Five. Okay. Fifty-five and fifty-two for Brady that year. I think fifty. Or was it just fifty? I think so. That year with Randy. We'll have to look it up. I uh. Randy but and so, but fifty touchdowns like to twelve interceptions. That's incredible. So that gave him a twelve. Yeah, that's nice. And so that gave him a, a passer rating of 113.8. <laughs> Pretty good for a year. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, wow, guys. Yeah, I mean. How about rushing? Is he, that's a good question. He had, a, good I'll question. bet he probably had a few uh, rushing yards as well. But I, to me, it, to me, he's like Michael Vick. Now, I'm not, I'm not equating what their skill sets were. I'm saying he reminds me of Michael Vick in that he had so many different talents and skills that haven't been seen in one package that no one figured out how to defend him, except the Broncos did pretty damn good, and so did the Patriots. They did. Um, But for the most part, 
Oh, yeah, I was just going to say real quick. So not as not as impactful as you probably would have thought. Um, 60 carries for 272 yards uh, and two touchdowns. You know what I think it was about his running that was so impactful was his runs almost always came on a second or third and long where you thought you really had him in a bind. And right. Yeah, and it was now just a, a dagger. Yeah, just yeah. a dagger. Yeah, yeah. so – but uh, what I was going to say was his skill set is like so varied and so high level on all of them, kind of like a pitcher having like five different pitches that are all plus pitches, you know, like yeah. there was everything there was it, whatever you whatever you left open for him to do, he was going to do well. But I also think like as with Michael Vick and it may take another season, defensive coordinators will finally figure out what can be done to you to slow you down. Yeah. And then not every team's going to be able to do it, but the team that has the right talent and the right coaching will all copy the, the game plan and, you know, reduce his, you know, super achievements down to good achievements. I don't think he'll ever be a bad player at all. Yeah. So and then, what, of course, Andy, Andy Reed will also be countering with some new wrinkles and things, but I just think that, you know, with Michael Vick, he was amazing. Then he became pretty much neutered, and then he went to jail. Then he came back, played for the Eagles. Everyone had forgotten about him. It was a whole new generation of defensive coordinators. season. Crushed it. Yeah. And not only did he crush it like with all of his skills, but he was throwing deep balls accurate that he'd never thrown in his career, and he was just crushing it. Then what happened? It was just garbage after that. Did, did, well, he had a lot of talent around him on that team. He did. So he did, did you mean to get say neutralized or neutered? Because you said neutered. Neutered. Okay. Neutralized. Same. Same. Yeah. You same, just same mentioned. Term. Well, I, I, you just were you're, you're talking about him going to jail for dogfight, and then you mentioned the <laughs> word neutered. I just I had to make sure I heard it right. <laughs> what happens in prison stays in prison. <laughs> uh, you know that. All right, number so, two. Oh, just real quickly, while we're on topic, I know this is going to be something that everyone's talking about Patrick Mahomes, but uh, what, what would be reasonable for like reasonable expectations, 36 touchdowns, or do you expect him to get 40? I think and he do gets, you expect him to throw for 5,000 yards again. I think he gets 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns. That's what I would expect coming out of this. Year. I mean, I think those are pretty fair expectations considering what he did, even though 40 touchdowns is unbelievable. Yeah. But, I think uh, it comes down honestly to Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek, well, I'm um, not just Tyreek Hill, but uh, if, is Ty, can Tyreek continue to be uber explosive? And the yes. only thing I would see that could could derail him would be an injury, or if prematurely his joints age catch up with him. Which sometimes, with some players, happens. They have yeah. elite speed for two years. Chris Johnson, right? It was only like two or three years. He was amazing speed. And then that was gone. The thing with Tyreek is, yeah, he runs a four-two or whatever, but his quickness combined right. with his speed, like there's, they're two different things. That's why guys, you know, Brandon Stokely could could be a good slot receiver because he was quick. He had a quick first yeah. step. You Wes know? Welker too. Yes, Wes yeah. Welker, all those guys. But you know, quickness. That's how you get separation in the NFL because you're only going to have it for a second before the guy recovers and is right back at you, you know? So it's about one move a lot of the times where people think, Oh, he's just running in a straight down line down the field. Nobody can keep up with them. Well, it doesn't quite work like that. There's a safety back there. There's, you know, right. they're trying to push him to the sideline. You know, it's a different deal, but you, you just destri- described the Sean Jackson right there, <laughs> running right down the field and no one can keep up with you. <laughs> he did. He did that. A couple, he did that a couple times. Yeah, for sure. So does Beckham. 
and uh, but you know, I know I totally agree that that's. I mean, he is not just. I mean, he is straight line speed. But I actually think that quickness is something that you could lose faster than you could lose. Oh, you know, and even, absolutely. And see, the thing is, with he, an injury, age, yeah, anything, quickness. He goes. could lose two steps speed in straight line speed and lose two steps in uh in quickness speed, and he'd still be an above average NFL oh, yeah. receiver, if not elite. You know, so. Yeah. I, but he's like super elite right now because like he gets separate. To, he gets that separation. That's yeah, why it's the yeah. one step and gone. Yeah. You know, if you miss him initially, boy, good luck. Yeah. Because not only is he going to be faster than you, but he's going to cut, and all of a sudden you're going to be like you're you're just going to trip over your own feet trying to keep up. With yeah, him. he's so, an inc- yeah he's an incredible athlete. So I think a huge amount of it depends on his health. If he were to end up getting suspended for something, which I, I guess the NFL announced no, so it's not going to happen. But if he gets in trouble again, which I yeah, mean, get in trouble, you get in trouble. I mean, kind of guys that get in it, trouble seem to keep getting in trouble. The so. team's well constructed too, though. I mean, they just have a ton of talent all over the field on offense. The offensive line is fantastic. Um, they were able to run the ball effectively. In fact, I saw some stat today. They're one of the top five rushing teams in the last like five years or something. And, and that's like the that. ML for Andy yeah. Reid over the years. And then and then Travis Kelsey. You know, right. Yeah. So I mean, you got a you got a guy like Tyreek Hill. You've got a Travis Kelsey who's arguably the best tight end in the game right and, now. And I'm seeing Nate. I'm seeing a lot of articles right now that Travis Kelsey might fall in the first round in a lot of people's fantasy drafts. Sure. I I yeah. Why not? <laughs> so I mean, the guys tight, tight end is so thin this year. Yeah. Getting a great tight end it separates you from difference. the pack. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So yeah. yeah, you got you know. You've got Patrick Mahomes back there, the best at his position. Travis Kelsey, the best at his position. Tyreek Hill, the best at his position. And a friggin' outstanding line and running game. That's going to be a pretty tough offense. Oh, yeah. It's all about their defense again. It, it, can yeah. their defense hold anyone down? And then I also wonder, though, and I've got him on my dynasty team, so I'm really hoping because, boy, what a steal he would be. But it's Damian Williams, right? Mm-hmm. His name, the running back. Yep. So, I mean – we find out, is it a system or is it a player? Because no one really knew who Kareem Hunt was, but then he became the starter when – what happened? How did he become the starter two years ago? Somebody got cut or somebody got hurt. Jamal Charles. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Jamal Charles. That's what it was. And then he – yeah, he took over, and it was off to the races, right? And he was just had an amazing year. And But that's what you say. Like, So is it the running back or is it the, the team and the system? Because – the Broncos had a thousand to twelve hundred yard rusher every year for like eight years, and they were all different people. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's very true. I mean, look at Philip Lindsay, undrafted out of CU, comes in and, and puts up almost rookie of the year numbers. He just missed down on rookie of the year. But look, I mean, undrafted kid out of CU makes a makes a statement in the NFL. You gotta love that. that well, uh, we'll get I, to Philip Lindsay here. I, <laughs> he's a, he was a nice he's not draft. on the list actually. Wow. Well, he's down the list. Oh, he's he down is? the list. Okay. Yeah, no one believes in him. No one believes in the Broncos, let's yeah. just be honest. I mean, and, and, there, and there's reason for that. Of yeah. course. They get a team that's been lackluster, and uh, they didn't exactly add star power at the quarterback right. or, or offensive line position this no. year. I think we'll have some time at the end yeah. to dive into the Broncos. Yeah. yeah. I, guess I do. The I they are the first team. First team uh, they were the first team practicing or whatever, or, or training camp, right? They Yeah, by like a week because they have that Hall of, Hall of Fame game. Yep. So what about the other team playing in the Hall of Fame game? Don't they start early? Well, who was it? Who is I it? I don't know who they I'm were. sure they did. I don't know who this was the, the only one, they all <laughs> the, I only heard the Broncos starting, and everyone else starts. And he was, he was out there in like a turtleneck when it was 103. Ugh. 
There you go. Uh, maybe uh, maybe they just uh, maybe they're just like we need that much work. <laughs> Let's get our thing started. So anyway, uh, on to number two. I this is where you're gonna get controversy oh, real yeah. quick. Oh, I agree. Real quick. And uh, number five is making me laugh. Uh, all right. Yeah. So without discussing what they ha- well, let's just say what they have. Patrick Mahomes at one, Deshaun Watson at two, Aaron Rodgers at three, Andrew Luck at four, Matt Ryan at five. So JP, who's your number two? My number two, Aaron Rodgers. Nate. Mm, that's a good question. I don't think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Andrew Luck for me. I agree 100 percent on Andrew Luck. Is I think he's going to have him. He could be number one this year. I think. I I have Andrew Luck as three. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, I mean yeah. I'm not saying that most of these talents are not good, but I mean Deshaun yeah, Watson. I mean Aaron Rodgers. You can argue yeah. he even he maybe even could rebound to number one. See, I I don't I'm not sure what to think about the the Packers. I don't. Yeah. They look like a team that's in real disarray. And I know getting rid of the coach and the right and, the, and whatever that that you know hopefully that'll help kind of cleanse the air or cleanse mm-hmm. the palate or whatever it is. But you know you just think about new coach and new system, new systems and a tight end that is just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. And yep. you know who is the, who really is the second receiver? Who really is the right. running back? I mean, I just. Mm-hmm. So many questions. There are, there are, there are. I could almost put Drew Brees at number two. Granted that he has Michael Thomas. No, absolutely. Why is he at number eleven? I, I that doesn't that astounds me. When's the last <laughs> time Brees had? I mean, come, this guy has. He's 40. He should have been, yeah. He should have been in the Super Bowl he each have. of the last two years. I mean, the Minnesota Miracle yeah, but, and the, yeah. the absolute but you remember atrocity. Peyton Manning dropped off quick. He did quick. Now, granted, he had a pretty severe neck injury. He, yeah. Um, but but that, I think no, this, I think it was his. I think he just fell off like Gannon did. Uh, yeah, and I think that could happen to Drew Brees any time at forty years old. So yeah. you know, I think that's probably his thinking is that this is the year. What I mean, Carson know? Wentz with his, or uh, not Carson Wentz, uh, Cam Newton with his injury. Uh, he's on a he's on a pitch count right and, now yeah, in, I mean, in training camp. Did you see the yeah. YouTube? I saw some YouTube videos of him yesterday from camp. He is winging it. Oh, yeah? Winging it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, he had some pretty major shoulder injuries. Yeah. Or, you know, the last couple of years. Yeah. Wow. He was wing. I, I didn't well, realize hear because he I, has a cannon arm. Because I, I, yeah. I had heard cannon. they were real it was real iffy on his injury. Although maybe I don't know maybe, if there's anybody the, in the, the NFL that throws as hard as him. He He's done that in college, too. He's always had a cannon on him. Do you think they're – I mean, wow, I don't know if anybody throws a ball like that. You know, when I look at this list, I don't think any – I can't think of anybody in the NFL that they even talk about as being a gunslinger ever since Jay Cutler retired. Yeah. But, I, I mean, holy cow. And him, uh, and yep. Bowler, he can absolutely Bowler, chuck it, man. It's sucked as a QB, but crushed it as a, in, in power. He was throwing it around the yard, man. It was, yeah. It was fun to watch. He's He's skilled. So what about Matt Ryan at five? That's just a, is it just me? Am I just a Matt Ryan hater or I don't know? They, he has a good team around him. You know they have a good offense. Who's the second receiver over there now? Sanu, isn't it? Muhammad is Sanu. Is he number two or is he a slot? Or is, he might be three. It could uh, be. It's, it's Sanu. Like they have, they have a. They have that Ridley now, don't they? That's right. Yeah, it's Ridley. Calvin Ridley. You're right. And yeah, they got Sanu. a pretty. And then they've always had those receivers, but it doesn't yeah. like if you have. I've had Sanu on my team, and he never gets enough balls. 
He gets mm-hmm. touchdowns, but yeah. Well, he'll always have one or two games where he goes off. right. One or two out of the out of all or, the games, or and it's, eighty points. Or yeah. whatever. but it's it's just you know, I, Matty Ice at that at that number, I just don't. See it's it. too high it's for me. Way too. too high. Yeah, I think he's more on the ten, the top ten. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I'd put him kind kind of around. 10. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's an interesting thing picked by Barry. Maybe they have an easier schedule or something. Who knows. I don't know. I, yeah, it's it, it's a, it's interesting. Like I said, you know, I, I picked Matthew Barry because I know a lot of people watch ESPN and they watch the fantasy show on ESPN, and um, you know, just uh, just to give us, you know, that's a good point of a yeah. debate here. All right. So Which I, a lot of times I think that's what Matthew Barry tries to do, as a, as opposed to being outstanding pick wise. I think he tries to make people like talk, right. and that gets clicks, and that's yeah, why ESPN likes him. Oh know? yeah. I agree. Yeah. He yeah, knows how to play the system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Better than yep. anyone. He's been doing it a long time. He has. He has. So, we talked about Cam Newton. He's at seven. Who's at six, JP? At six? Uh, Baker, my boy. Um, this is going to be interesting what happens. to. I had him at the end of the year, and he put up some big fantasy numbers for me. He has got a lot to live up to. He does. He's got a lot of talent. He has really set the stage for himself now that he re- he needs to step it up and have a really good year. Yes. Yeah. Um, man, he's got some expectations now. He, he, he does, and that yeah. team is loaded, and some people are calling that maybe the most – overrated team at right now. Oh, they, could court, be. they could be. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they come. Cause they, what were they? Seven, eight and one last year is what they really wound yeah, up there. I mean, with him out there, they were a totally different team. Oh he yeah. Did, he didn't start the year out. No, right? he didn't start the year. So, out and how, what was his record as a quarterback? Oh, I think he came in game four. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was actually, it was pretty good actually. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pull that up while you guys. Talk, I think so. it was like eight and four, maybe. Something like that. They won eight games. Seven, eight, and one. Oh, seven, eight, and one. Yeah, That's okay. what they were. So I'm guessing maybe he was maybe he was six and. No, he won all. Hold on, he I'll won all the games. Oh, did he? Pretty sure. They were zero and whatever when Tyrod was starting. I'm pretty sure. Damn, poor Tyrod. Tyrod, yeah, that's who it was. I don't even know who he's. I don't even know where he's playing. Yeah, he must have been like seven and two or something. Then, jeez. Or maybe like seven and four or five. Yeah. Who knows? We'll wait. Man, I need a really JP small. Um, so, yeah, we said Carson Wentz at eight just to round out the top ten guys. Roethlisberger, nine. And then this is another controversial one. Kyler Murray at ten. That's, yeah, that's a lot of hype for a team that had no That's a lot offense. of hype. You're, you're looking at guys to round out the next few here. Uh, Breeze at 11. Jared Goff, 12. Russell Wilson, 13. Jameis at 14, Dak at 15, uh, Trubisky at 16, and then Lamar Jackson, uh, 17. That's as so, far as our so list So, Baker goes. was 6-7. and 6-7. Seven. Six and seven. Um, He threw for 3,725 yards, 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions is what he had last okay. year. Well, so, pretty good as a rookie. Game. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good stats considering that. They were a complete mess when he took over. And so that's you, when they got rid of you. Did you see what his record was? Uh, six and seven. So oh, he came okay. in and went six and seven. And you got to remember the first couple of games were yeah. complete disasters because that was still huge. So they no, did have rookie, one win. As a rookie on a winless team, that's nuts. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. And it is. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to what you're, uh, you, you, you Jameis Winston, he's on a contract year. And this is why Bruce, or, 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 or you know, 
Arenas uh, was um, was brought into Tampa mm-hmm. to try to get him to be the player, the number one overall draft pick, so they can resign him. To resign him and you know get any value on him if they have to get rid of him. And you know Marcus Mariota is the same kind of the same draft class that still hasn't proven anything in the NFL mm-hmm. after I think they went one and two or one and three uh, that year, so on and so forth. I'm yeah, they sure. were one and two. I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're one. Yeah, they they both have never. They've been very big disappointments. So I'm just curious to hear, look here because I heard Nate saying Lamar uh, Jackson was down at the end there. 17. So I'm trying to think the three. So I've got Josh Allen. So he's below Lamar Jackson at 19. I've got uh, the guy we we're just talking about, uh, Jameis Winston. So he's 14. And who's the other guy I picked up? I have got Drew. I got Drew Lock. Oh. Uh, but quarterback. You all just drew locks a rookie. So, okay. So I was just curious if I had anybody. So I got one guy in the top 14, three guys in the top 19. This Woo! is in reference to the dynasty team yeah, that we talked dynasty. about dynasty. last week. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure out uh, how, how, and how much of dire straits my QB position is. And it, it, it looks kind of ugly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I'm, I'm one degree of separation from trouble too. So, you know, what's funny is that we have a team that has drew, it has a, a, a uh, Philip Rivers, Deshaun Watson, and another good good quarterback. Oh, uh-huh. and I keep telling them, I'm like, why would you not be trading one of those guys to somebody who needs a starter to get some backup depth? And but but he won't. He want for Philip Rivers. He wanted Joe Mixon from me. Yeah, I'm like, you want a guy? I mean, he may play what one more year. I mean, <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah. this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so you gonna move on to RB? Yeah, let's move on to running back. And uh, on on his list, he has Saquon, Ezekiel, McCaffrey, Kamara, and David Johnson. Gurley number six. Now yeah, here's talk. Yeah, talk about these guys a little. Let's bit. talk about Gurley real quick because we know he had the injury at the end of the year. Now I always thought, and we I think we all thought here that there's something else was going on yeah. with the way he looked on the bench. Yeah. Looked disgruntled. He didn't look injured. He looked disgruntled yeah, with everything. Deject, dejected. Or yeah. Depressed or. So, I, I mean, a lot of people, there, there's a lot of people that say Gurley should be the best running back, followed by Ezekiel, followed by Saquon, followed by McCaffrey, followed by Kamara. I've heard that list. Saquon is number one, unquestioned, because he I, doesn't have a contract issue, possibly, not going to miss time, and he's got zero injury or playing time threats, right? I, 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 agree, mean, I agree with that, personally, so and that's if, not me being a Penn Stater. Okay, so uh, hypothetically speaking, if uh, Zeke wasn't in a contract dispute would he be number one i would put him at number one very cautiously because of the fact that he's had repeated run-ins with legal issues legal issues and when uh, um uh, there was a stat i saw or a, just a, a comment made um when amari cooper came over um that or um zach's uh, zeke's uh, carries came down and amari became a bigger part of the offense on third down uh, instead of Zeke Why getting not? the ball, he was playing so so well, you know? yeah, and yeah. that hurts Zeke's value. A it hurts bit. Zeke. I think it hurts Zeke's value a touch. Not I think it helps the team, much, but, but in fantasy, yeah, in fantasy, it right, definitely right, hurts right. Zeke's yeah. value. Yeah, Dallas it's played just fantasy. Dallas played pretty well down the stretch, if I remember correctly. After they, they added him, mm-hmm. yeah, they did. They did. I, I do think it's. I think it's suicide for them to not pay Zeke. And they have to pay him. Because I mean, you, you don't have you're not going to pay Dak the full money, no. and you can lose Dak, and you can find a replacement. 
there aren't really replacements for Zeke, and that's kind of your idea. Well, and, and right you got to remember, Emmett Smith held out two games. They were 0-2, and, and they finally paid him uh, way back right. in the day. So, you know, if he's paying any attention to what Emmett did, and right. Emmett's probably talking, chomping in his ear a little bit, going, oh, he'll sure. pay you. Jerry Jones will pay you the money. And, I mean, the Cowboys have a nice offensive line, but they're another year older. They're, gonna, yeah. they're starting to get to that point where, you know, guys start to just break down. I mean, it's just, it's just life. And these guys have been the best for a good five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That usually tends to kind of slow down. So we'll see what happens. I, uh, who the hell is their backup? I don't even know. McFadden, maybe? In Dallas? No, he retired, didn't he? I I don't even know anymore. Um, Well, they drafted a kid. I know that. I don't know who who their backup is, though. Oh, wasn't it uh, Williams? Roy Williams or uh, not uh, Smith? I think you're just Rod Smith. No, Rod Smith. That was his oh, name. Oh, yes. Rod Smith yeah, was yeah. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, he's not replacing anybody. So, yeah, no. I mean, it's not like he's going to do a, uh, like from last year with James Conner. Yeah. I don't know happened. if Rod Smith is still with them or not, but he was the backup last year. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So that's, that. I mean, uh, so yeah. I, he's not with them anymore. Yeah. Right now, it's uh, Tony Pollard, Mike Weber, and Jamie's Azawale. Ozawale. He's more of a fullback, though. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So, who is the first guy? Tony Pollard. Yeah, that's the guy they drafted. That's the, yeah, that's that's the rook. Yeah. That's the guy they drafted. Well, maybe find out if it's a system thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, you know how it is. It doesn't take a. It, I'm very curious Zeke's to pretty see darn what Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell does this year because every other time you've seen a guy miss a significant portion of time, not that they got hurt because that time you're always with the team. It's when you have a holdout where you're not with the team. And I've never seen guys have an extended period with that and not end up losing talent level. And it's funny as hell. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but it makes me think of um, when Brian and I moved out to Colorado. He was a huge, uh, I think it was called Party of Five. You know, was that the one, Nev Campbell? Oh, yeah. yeah. So he was a huge Party of Five fan. And so he got me into it. And I remember one of the early episodes that I saw, it was the the second daughter or the second sister and she is like a really talented celloist or violinist or however you say it. And she decided that she was just tired of it at one point. You know, she'd been doing it hardcore from like, you know, like seven years old all the way through like 16 or whatever. And she was just like, I just want to take some time off and, and enjoy life or whatever. Yeah. And six months later or a year later, she went back to her teacher and the guy that like ran the orchestra. And she's like, you know what? I had some time away. I was able to refresh and everything. And I realized I do love this. This is what I want to do. Da, 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 da. And he goes, but you can never catch up. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you missed an incredibly important year and you have to develop all the time because once you stop developing, You're you behind. just don't develop. And, uh, you know, she was just well, was crushed and couldn't understand it. And I swear, I think that that seems to happen in football. You just, the, the, the level of training and care and nutrition and all that kind of stuff is so incredibly high quality that you can't even afford if you're making millions of dollars as a player, you need to be making billions of dollars to afford this type of thing. And you just, you, you, if you don't have it, you're never going to get caught up. It's a great point. I, uh, I read just an article the other day on Mike Zimmer, who's the head coach for the Vikings. And he was talking about the diets and how they've changed in the NFL over the last 20 years. And he's like, man, 20 years ago, guys, they all ate McDonald's. Yeah. You know, and that's all they ate. He's like, (laughs) nowadays, they're really careful about, I mean, he's like, you know, they have a team of people around them. They have a nutritionist, a trainer, 
you know, somebody that's watching their supplements and, you know, I mean, they just have all these people around them. They are at their peak. I mean, you think about Tom Brady, why do you think that guy continues on to do what he does? And a lot of it has to do with, it's, we've talked about this before. Eats. It's a lifestyle, right? Right. He eats, remember? Avocado ice cream. Uh, <laughs> the avocado ice cream. Was it, was it the, the paleo diet is he on? Is that, is that on, what it is? I don't know what he's on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's on, he's he's on, on the somebody. Giselle diet is what yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's on, he's, he's, on, he's on I'm 40, but I look 30 diet. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, it's like looking into a mirror, honestly. You know, it really is. You know, they thank God we take care of ourselves, you know. So, uh, can you imagine if you saw avocado ice cream as your big treat? Yeah. But I'm sure I'm guessing that your perspective on no, his what big is a dessert, treat is a twenty-five million dollar contract, right? <laughs> and, a super, and a supermodel wife. Yeah, and a supermodel wife. <laughs> that yeah. makes millions of dollars. And, and, and being called the greatest quarterback of all time before you've even retired, you know, that kind of helps. So okay, so let's say we say number one and number two in some in some way, way, shape, or form are going to be Barkley and Elliott, right? I don't think anybody's. Uh, I mean, you think Elliott falls further than that if he's still holding he, out? By absolutely. Week three? I I I'm I'm a big you know guys know I'm a big fan of Kirsten McCaffrey. I think there's yeah. people that will pick McCaffrey one. I think there is absolutely. And I'm not absolutely. I'm not arguing that he's not worth a number one pick because. Based on his performance last year, he absolutely is. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of, in a macro sense of most drafts, what do we think we're going to see? Do you think McCaffrey goes above three in most of our drafts, in most of our leagues? Like three running back or number, no, number three, three in the overall? Oh, well, actually, I think it's I think top four picks are going to be running backs. So. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, no, let's, let's just say running backs. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, he has to be. You think he, he'll pass Saquon Barkley in most people's drafts? Oh, no. I thought you meant, will he be in those top four? Oh, oh, no. God, if he's not in okay. those top four, he's your, league, your yeah. league is full of teachers. Yeah, I think it's very possible. I think you're going to see a number of people take McCaffrey one. And I'm going to tell you why. Because yeah. they're, they're going to look at even though Saquon put up those numbers, uh, all-purpose yard numbers, with a terrible Giants offense, McCaffrey does have a good Panthers offensive, you know, with Cam. I'm not sure who their wide receivers but are right now, but they PPR. Have, uh, that's right. That's the big one. All right. So let's say, let's just for S's and G's, let's say it's a non PPR league. Oh, okay. Where does McCaffrey fall in oh, a non PPR? Is he quite a ways? Is he fall to eight? No. Six? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of points you're going to lose. You're going to lose 60 points. Maybe seventy. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be as dynamic in right. just a rushing league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no way. It's interesting. So they have number four Kamara. Uh, I, I think we can probably be okay with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even absolutely. even more than last year. I mean, with Ingram coming back, you know, Sean Payton started splitting them, mm-hmm. and which I it just killed Kamara. I mean, I had Kamara, and it killed Kamara's numbers. That was one of my problems at the so end of the year. Last Zeke year. holds out in a PPR. You think you're looking Saquon McCaffrey? Kamara or do you think it's Kamara McCaffrey or I think honestly I think Barkley's kind of just cemented in there I mean I do think McCaffrey is the one guy that I that maybe somebody might take a risk and take ahead of Saquon Mm -hmm. but other than that I think those three guys are pretty interchangeable yeah they could all go anywhere let's assume that Zeke does sign a new contract in week two of preseason yeah then then where where does he place does he jump possibly to number one does he stay in that top three only? 
I don't know. You, you mentioned the one. legal trouble. I think he. I think two is good. Where they, good. I think where they have him at number two is. Yeah, is, I is right. I don't yeah. I don't think I could take Zeke one overall. If I had a choice between Saquon, Zeke, or Christian, I couldn't take Zeke. I could. I would take one of those other two before yeah. Zeke. I, I would personally. Yeah. I, I personally yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think the discussion we're having here, this is something we should probably broadcast or, or advertise because I think this is what you really need to know about fantasy sports is what right, right. why does a person raise or lower a little bit as you go through the as you go through the times like you're gonna see their ADPs change a little bit yeah and you wonder why now of course there's always that one person like you know Russell Wilson on his you know he was that third round rookie and all of a sudden he shot up the board you know when people realized he was going to be the starter or something yeah, like that right. but we're talking mostly establishment here so I think the number five is where we really can can think about discuss discussion points is David Johnson yeah obviously this guy is eminently talented he's only one year older than last year and he didn't even get used that much last year not at all because he was terrible well what was he terrible because i watched the number of games because he was on my team and he wasn't terrible what was terrible was when you got hit in the backfield four out of every five touches Mm -hmm. how do you get positive yardage you know okay let me correct what i said his results were terrible yeah oh they were bad but they, they, they were bad in terms of a guy you took in the first round. They yeah, weren't bad yeah. overall. He had 219 points. I just don't – how can you take him with your first pick? How can you do it? Who's going to take that guy with their I, first pick? I wouldn't be able to do it. Knowing, how, how, knowing the even Arizona my Cardinals, second pick, if, if you trust the – Even my second if, pick. If you trust the offensive coordinator, if you think that Kirk makes a big step forward and that you think Kyler Murray is super dynamic – you could, I mean, how many times could you see David Johnson being the outlet pass when Murray scrambles to the side and pulls the defenders with him? I'm not saying he can't be successful. But I just, but would I who take has him? confidence no. in him yeah, as your no. first guy? No way. I mean, they have Gurley on number six, and I would take Gurley before I take David. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. In fact, you, yeah, I'll take Gurley all day at number six. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then they have Joe Mixon at seven. I actually just traded away Joe Mixon because I've I'm kind of disillusioned with him. I I watched his a I lot of his like play. I feel like this is where that second tier begins. That's that's what I would. That's good what I'm call, thinking, right? You know, so I have Mix- I, I would put it with David Johnson too. I would say that's second tier. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm really kind of you know that Joe Mixon to me is an anomaly. That it, it where does he like you said it's almost the second kind of tier running back. He's yeah. really not a first. Tier. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I mean, he scores. None of doesn't score well. He and David Johnson actually scored the exact same number. Number of yeah. points last year. So, and he missed two games, I think, to injury. Joe Mixon did. Yeah. But with Mixon, what I saw was not a lot of explosion. It was uh-huh. it was just kind of hard nosed blue collar yards. There's nothing wrong with that in terms of a player. But he's not going to get but, that separation. Yeah, right, he's right. never going to have those crazy games. I mean, he had one large scoring game, but he also had. A, a fair number of stinkers, you know, where you're like, you really don't want your first running back getting you 11 points. Yeah. That'll oh, hurt. yeah. He's That'll probably hurt. also, though, one of the few running backs that has a shot at 20 to 25 carries every week. I could see that. Happen. He's really one of the few. Um, everybody else has. Challenge. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some of these guys we talked about already now is Bernard, are going to be is, on that list. Is Bernard but, still his backup? I do not know that answer. I think they got rid of Bernard. I think so too. Should I got to look that up? I want to. I'm curious if he has any threat to playing time. Yeah. 
So that's the Bengals, right? The Bungles. The Bungleys. I'm, I could have swore I, I saw Bernard go. I think he is gone. Yeah. yeah. I, so, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that leaves him to, uh, you know, be pretty much the main man back there. It is, it, and, but it's Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> but so, they're going to have so to play conservative. Giovanni is still there. Oh, oh he is, is still he? there. Okay. I thought I, heard a, 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 I read a report that they were thinking of using him more this year huh? to try to save Joe Mixon's yeah, I mean, legs. So right, he's gonna, he's definitely and a, then, a third down back, you know. He's the guy that's yeah. going to catch the ball and and that type of thing. And then after that, I don't know any of these guys. They got a Trevayon Williams, they got a Rodney Anderson and a Jordan Ellis. So. Trevayon, I think, is a rookie. He, should, uh, he uh, should be a rookie. Oh, I wonder if that's what that green means. Let me look that up. Um, okay, so yeah, so rounding say. out the top Yeah, 10. let's round this out because we got Josh Jacobs right there. That's Damian, the... Yeah, Damian Williams at 8, Josh Jacobs 9, James Conner 10. And Josh Boy, Jacobs. I love Josh Jacobs at 9. Rookie out of Alabama right there on the Oakland Raiders. I have be a hard time putting Josh Jacobs that high. Oh that might be gosh. high for him. That might be That's high. Way too high. <laughs> I would take nine guys below him, I think. Let me see. Uh, when you look Connor, at Connor, I would take Connor over him. I would take Gordon over him. I would take Bell, Cook, Chubb. Gordon? Yeah, I wouldn't touch Gordon with a ten foot pole until he signs, man. Uh, that he's gonna kill sign. That's what I said about Le'Veon. Le- everybody said Le'Veon was gonna sign. Such an odd situation. How yeah. often does that happen? But Le'Veon now hardly ever. Le'Veon now sets <laughs> president for it now. So it's yeah, out there. I, I just he didn't do anything. He didn't get <laughs> any more money. He didn't. It didn't do anything for him. It really didn't. It just saved him a year on his. I'm telling you right now. Did it do that even? With the, yeah. That's yet to be But said. he didn't get paid, did he? He didn't get really paid anything more than the Steelers are going to pay him. Yeah. If, so that's I, the big thing. Yeah. He wanted the long term. It was, it was more of the long term yeah. is what he did. Yeah. Well, still I'd still, I'll take him over a rookie any day. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, you kidding me? That guy's incredibly talented. So, and, and, yeah, Melvin Gordon, even on a holdout, I'll take him over a rookie. In fact, it's going to be interesting what Mel, if Dalvin Cook, who, who's probably only played ten games in his career, I'll yeah. take him over because <laughs> Josh Jacobs. The, the word the word around town is Melvin Gordon and the Chargers aren't even close to a number right now. Yeah, I mean they're so far apart it's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows? It's certainly a risk. Right, because right now um, we're going to get to uh, we're going to get to done something is my point. Yeah, Michael Thompson and and the or the the Saints. Um, or, or Thomas uh, in the Saints, they're close to a number of getting him into camp, is what I, yeah. what I hear. But Gordon and the Chargers are so far apart, it's ridiculous. Wait, who's holding out in New Orleans? Uh, 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 Thomas, the receiver. Oh, he is? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Oh, man. that would. I think they're the closest of any of these big holdouts, though. They have my to sign Michael Thomas. Yeah. They have to. Yeah, yeah and because, I mean, he, he has 97 more catches than any other receivers right. on that team. And, and, and like yeah. I said, they are, they, their numbers are close, yeah. is, is what is being said around the league right now. So the Melvin Gordon one's going to be interesting because I don't know if we set our draft date for Fantasy Fanatics yet. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, Saturday of Labor Day. Okay, cool. So we are going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Going to be right here. So <laughs> oh, sweet. I'll, right here. I'll even take Marlon Mack. I'll take Devonta Freeman. I'll take Leonard Fournette. By the way, do you All have those a, guys a playable over. mattress? One, uh, two, three. 
I don't, but four, I can get one, I bet. Six, seven. Because Rigger's going to be here, too. Eight. Oh, that's right. Oh, so that's, that's right. eight guys I would take before him. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Eight I got, guys. I got off track. No, you're good. Um, Before who? Josh Jacobs. That are and, ranked below him. Oh, you found eight guys below him that you would take above him? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know what it is? And there it, might it's, be it's, more. It's, it's solid thinking. Has, solid thinking, he, though. He has undisputed pretty much starting running back job. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it, that he's not really part of a committee. Yeah. And so many guys are part of a committee. I mean, you look at, like, I mean, like Nick Chubb. The guy, that guy is great. I would say he's a yeah. huge talent. But who the hell knows what's going to happen starting week five when they get Kareem Hunt? I mean, do they, right. do they, do they have a – do they say, we want a, we want a two-headed beast? We're gonna. They're all. They're both gonna get 160 carries, but none of them are gonna get 200. Yeah. Really. Easy. Well, it's 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 the same. My my dilemma with the Eagles right now. They have four legitimate starting running backs on their team. <laughs> yeah. So who do you even take? The Eagles to me are a lot like the Patriots in that they're no, not, they're exactly the same. They're just looking for the system. It's the and system. They're gonna put in whoever fits the play. Them, and, makes them a terrific real team, yeah. but not a great fantasy. Clement Smallwood, uh, Darren Sproles is back on a one-year deal. In our um, dynasty league, though, those seconds. are important kind of players. Like you yep. have to pick. Yep. You're gonna have to have somebody like that on your. Team. Oh yeah. Well, in dynasty, so, it's anyone with talent is worth having. Yeah. Because you you find out that that waiver wire becomes completely devoid of talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you pick up a waiver wire warrior that actually does something for you in our dynasty league, you found a gem. Yeah. Well, because there aren't any. Yeah. Cause, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we we talked about last year that that famous week where three of us didn't have a starting quarterback and there was one starting quarterback on the waiver wire one and i ended up starting some just scrub who got me like four points you know Mm -hmm. like coming in for like wildcat you know formation i needed something (laughs) you know uh it just happens sometimes you gotta got two guys in a bye one guy injured you're just like "Uh oh you know and Mm -hmm. uh although i i I do want to play a two quarterback league one of these years i've never been in one of those but I'll bet you if you don't take two quarterbacks with your first two picks, you're probably close to last place. I mean, you know, a lot of these uh, quarterbacks go late, but if you can, if your flex can be a quarterback, I'm going for the two best quarterbacks I can possibly get in my first two picks because that's going to be 600 points, hopefully 700 points on the year. So you'd give up running back? Easy. Oof. Easy. Give me, I think I'd take one of each. That second quarterback. Few running, few running backs are going there isn't to score a big, as many points as a, as a quarterback. Think about the difference between that second tier of quarterbacks and, like, you know, like from 16 to 25, they're all the same. Right. Yeah. But, you're, but, but what if you've got the number one and the number six quarterback? You're going to be putting up 300 points each guy plus. Each week. Yeah, but then you have two running backs or that are putting up points, uh, two points and six points. points. That puts you so far behind everybody else. Yeah. Boy, there's just not very many running backs that come close to scoring what quarterbacks do. Boy. I mean, if you don't get – yeah, I, I just think it would be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, yeah it would be weird to see how it plays out. But from everything I've seen, boy, you really don't want to get caught with I wouldn't take two quarterback. quarterbacks. I'd take one in the first two rounds, but yeah. I wouldn't take two. I'd take a running back and a and a quarterback, yeah. Boy, I don't know. Give me a Mahomes and then Andrew Luck and whew. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm putting up some pretty big, huge scores. With but two then players. you're then you're stuck with a guy like Derrick Henry as your starting running back. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you are. That's that's, that's interesting thing because uh, none of us I have played in a two quarterback league. It's, it's every, interesting to see what the strategy would be. Everyone would take one quarterback in the first two picks. 
everyone would. Maybe uh, not Anderson, because Anderson always does something different. But, yeah, I wouldn't. I can tell you that. I'd take a yeah. running back. Especially but you those. wouldn't take a QB in your first two picks? No, in my first two picks? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. if everyone takes one in the first two picks, then that's at least 10 or 12 quarterbacks mm-hmm. going, and that's 10 or 12 running backs and wide receivers that have now fallen to the next mm-hmm. round. So that's sure. why I'm thinking you can easily do two QBs and still get a pretty darn good starting five. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, you know, it's all speculation. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Nobody knows anything until the season of starts. Of course, of course. All right. So who are we on here? Uh, uh, wide receiver. Yeah, let's. Uh, we're we're, we're uh, ten after the hour, top yeah. of the hour. Oh, let's get question. back to the trivia question here. Okay. All right. So the trivia question of the week was: Who are the top three NFL running backs of all time with the most rushing, only rushing TDs in their career? All right. So we should go back and forth on guesses. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I. So I want to start with. Uh, do you, or do you want to start? No, I was going to start, but it's fine. Go ahead. We, go ahead. So I, I mean, I, I got to go with an all-time leading rusher. So James Brown? No. Oh, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, he wasn't actually one of my first guesses. That's a great guess. Is that what was your them? first guess? Uh, my first guess was Sweetness. But I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe they, I, I thought they I scored most of their runs on the ground. So yeah, I don't know if he played long enough. Now, Right, that that there could be hinders there. I was that, thinking Ladainian. That was an interesting. I was pick. thinking Ladainian Tomlinson should be up there because he was scored a lot of touchdowns for a lot of years. That's a good point. I actually hadn't thought of him. And then, I mean, James Brown. I mean, is he? James, did he score a lot of touchdowns? James Brown. <laughs> or uh, uh, what's his Jim Brown? I mean, Jim Brown. <laughs> Jimmy. Ow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's our James that Brown was, sound effect? Okay, so you All right, you guys got the first run right. Emmett Smith, he had 164. Yeah, first so he's nice the number job. one. Okay. Nice yeah. job. All right, nice so job. I I do like the Tomlinson. I I don't know if I'll roll with it, but another guy that came to mind for me was Thurman Thomas. That's a Buffalo really Bills. good thought. That's a really really good thought. He's not and, though. He's not. Okay. He's not. But it's a good thought. What about Roger Craig with the West Coast? He offense? had a lot of touchdowns, but he had a short career too. He, he did. That's short a short career. career. Yeah. Um, what about and Oh Barry, Barry Sanders? Barry, but his career was short. short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Barry Sanders just uh, had a birthday two days ago too. Yeah. Well, happy yeah. birthday, Barry. Yeah. He's not that much older than us. No, he's not. Forty-six. <laughs> and he enjoys doing those commercials for those um, the, the divorce lawyer that help men. The men, the man's divorce lawyer. Whatever. Yeah. What is what, what's the firm? I can't. They're Give the same last plug. names. Yeah. It must be a sister and a brother, or a husband and brothers, wife, or, or dad and son. Yeah. Or, yeah. Dad um, and son. Okay. So you guys named the second one already. Ladainian Thomason. Okay. One hundred and forty-five. All right. So. Nice. Yeah, I mean Jim Brown is a good guess, but. So we haven't named the third one. Nope. I'm oh, gonna. Nope. So you guys have not named the third one at all. So let's think of some big time priest Holmes. There's uh, Brian West. Didn't play long. You got to think. I'm going to give you a hint. Um, Go back. Back in yesteryear. Yeah. Go back into a yesteryear. Yeah. But not as far back as Jim Brown. (laughs) So, Gail, was Gail Sanders was a running back? That's a good guess. That's a good guess. But it's probably not him. No, because they were a Was it Herschel? Oh, no. That's a really good guess. Yeah. You're almost Um, in the, you're, you're, you're a, a class ahead. Of the guy. Oh, I know who it is. From the Steelers, right? That's Gail Sayers, isn't it? No, Franco. 
go to the team the Steelers are always playing to get in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, the Patriots? No. Oh, come on, go back to the seventies. Oh, I have no um, idea who they were playing back then. Who 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 did the Broncos hate the most? Raiders. Oh, Raiders. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Marcus oh, Allen had a hundred and twenty three. Marcus yep, Allen. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. With how much Al Davis hated him, I didn't think he'd have gotten that no, many. No, Mark, that's Marcus funny. Trump. I saw him score his hundredth career touchdown. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a long time ago, like man. No, it was in Denver. I was in Denver, and he was playing for the Chiefs at the time. Yeah, um, yeah, that must have been like ninety five, ninety six around that's, that time. Yeah, that's that's right about the time yeah. he went. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I saw. I was great seats. We were on the fifty yard line, like twenty yard rows up. So at the old mile, at the real mile. At the high. old mile high. <laughs> yeah, old mile high. Yep. Um, yeah, so we got Smith, Tomlinson, and Allen. That was good little uh, little know, trivia. Do you know off the top of your head who number four was? Uh, no, I just pulled out the top three. <laughs> gotcha. I was just, just, but that was fun. That was a good question. That was fun. Yeah, uh, I just thought with the hold down set running back, uh, you know, because yeah. we, we talk, everybody gets these combined total touchdowns these days. Yeah, you know, Marshall these, Falk, he yeah. would have been a guy. He would have been a guy right up there. Yeah. You know, it's Edgar like, who are the true rushers Edgar out there? James. He was he good, was man. He was good. Band, though. Edron James. I don't know. He did it for a pretty good amount of time. The U. Yeah. (laughs) Miami. Yep. Yeah, he did it. He had a good five-year stretch there. He had a really good five-year stretch. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So, you know, know, a little trivia there for everybody out there about actual running backs that run the ball and not catch it, too. (laughs) Although Marcus, I think, Allen could catch the ball, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure they all could. Yeah. Boy, so looking at these wide receivers, I mean – I guess it's hard to argue with number one's numbers. They were better than I thought. They are better than you think. That's what I was surprised with. I didn't really think Boy, they were that good, but they I were. Didn't. Yeah. Well, that was the quietest 110-yard, 1,300-yard, 13 yeah. seasons I've ever seen. It, it really was. The Packers were so bad. They, they, were, they were. That's a good thing for fantasy, though, That's right? If you have a good quarterback, your yep. team is bad, and you're gonna you are going to have a good year. That's why Aaron Rodgers is certainly a sleeper. Oh like yeah, he could he could have a monster year. Yeah, I, I mean I could see him being back to number one. I really could. See, I think it also gives Jimmy Graham even after his disastrous first year yeah. with Green Bay, he seems to need a year to learn offenses. I think he's just yeah. a little slow mentally. Yeah, and uh, that could be. Who knows if he? I mean, he could. Bend, I'd like to trade for him. Uh, trade him for him in Dynasty with you. Oh yeah. You know, I don't know if I have anything worth trading away, but you pr- I mean, I take a running back. <laughs> Oh boy, who can I give you running back? <laughs> Tito Smith. We'll think. We'll see. But uh, yeah, because he's bouncing back. But really, Devonte Adams had 111 catches, 1386 for yardage, yeah. and 13 touchdowns. Yeah, he had a touchdown. Seen about every week. Yeah, Man. I did not think he was that good. But wow. Wow, Go, oh, this it, is why it's important to start looking looking it, at players. It is, and that's and that's how we bring it. You know, we we do this is is you look at some of these players that you don't think had good years, and all of a sudden you're like, where where'd that come from? And what? Right, <laughs> they fly right. under the radar. Boy, that's eight really good receivers. It's loaded, man. Running back is going to be the best, highest drafted position this year to me because of how many wide receivers and quarterbacks. I mean, are. really, those t- that top eight. Wow, I would be happy with any of those guys as my number one. Yeah, that is easily those hmm. those top eight are nasty. Ooh. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I would not take number four. I've had him twice and learned my lesson. 
Uh, well, here's the deal. Okay, so let's let's the rest, let's just oh, read yeah. the the top ten yeah. here. So Devonte Adams number one, DeAndre Hopkins number two, Julio Jones number three, uh, OBJ four, Michael Thomas five, Juju six, Tyreek seven, Antonio Brown eight, and then I feel like there's a a, a drop off. You go down to Keenan Allen and then Mike Evans rounding out the top ten. I, I mean, about Keenan Allen at nine. I'm. He's too high there, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can see I that. Because you look at a couple of the guys below him, at like Adam Thielen and T.Y. Hilton, boy, those are – even Julian Edelman, those are guys that probably were more consistent. Right. So I think you have two guys here in the top ten in Odell Beckham Jr. and Tyreek Hill that are kind of really explosive-type players mm-hmm. that they yep, might yep. win a week for you just by themselves. You know, they might they might win a week for you all by themselves where they score oh, yeah. 50. They definitely you know, could. They're explosive. Those two guys are incredibly, you know, Odell's going to have a three-touchdown game with like 200 yards and, oh, with and Baker 11 throwing catches. The ball? You, know. you know he's going to have one. Yeah, he's going to have one of those. And, and uh, him and Baker are going to find each other And Tyreek's going to have a few of them as well because I think they still have him back returning punts and kicks, don't they? I believe they do. So, I mean, that, that contributes um, quite a bit. But if you want consistency – you're going to want a guy like Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Brown, Schuster. Those guys are much more consistent. Here's the question I want to – because I had Juju, uh, Juju last year, and he was, he was awesome. With Antonio Brown now gone mm-hmm. and him getting the double coverage, is he going to be as productive as he was? Is the really big question for me I don't in know. that offense. That's a, that's a good question. It's a very so I don't fair know if question. I, I don't know if I'd have him ranked that high. With yeah. Antonio Brown on the team, I definitely he's have him. He's high for me at six, yeah. too. I think he's a top ten guy. Oh, yeah, I, I think that, too. Yeah, yeah, he's going to face a double coverage. He's, I, he's going to have that double coverage. I which, would put Tyreek and Antonio above him. Yeah. yeah. I think even you know, with De- you know, Derek Carr, um, you know, still questionable as a quarterback. I don't think he's questionable. He's yeah. just – he just needed it. You know, Amari, Amari Cooper was not the guy in Gruden's system. Just right. flat out, just wasn't going to do it. He hasn't messed with Carr at all. And yep. I think now you bring in Antonio, an explosive guy mm-hmm. for Carr. And because uh, Amari was not an explosive guy. Yeah. He was a possession receiver. Yeah, I think Carr's got some skills. See, the crazy thing with Antonio there is, you know, you look at it and you think, you know, it's probably about right. He's kind of been on a downward trajectory. He's been having some issues. He yeah. doesn't have as great a second receiver. Boy, he's still good but, though. man, yeah. if you could get at number eight a potential number one receiver. A potential I mean, number one yeah. overall. Well, I, I mean, yeah, number one receiver or even player. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm saying I mean, overall number court. one. He won't outscore quarterbacks, but as position and skill players. He's done it before. No. Oh, yeah. Antonio? He was the number one player two years ago. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I Over think it was overall. Yeah. That doesn't seem possible. Quarterback I mean, scored averages like the top quarterback. Top quarterback scored like 300 something points. All right. I mean, I could be wrong. I I, well, I thought for sure. <laughs> yeah, I thought. And you would have to look in our league. All right. Because yeah. that's what it, that's what yeah, we'd be in reference yeah. to. Yeah. Because I know that one year he was he went off. Yeah, maybe I mean, that yeah, could have been could, three I years. Way, I could be way off. I yeah. mean, I don't know. It could have been three years ago, but anyway, um, yeah, those top ten guys are nasty. I mean, Keenan Allen, obviously his injury risk, but boy, when he's out there, he is productive. Um, he can he can throw a goose egg at you once in a while, yeah. as Mark can attest to. 
Um, <laughs> it's, but, he only played poorly because he was on my team. But, man, Mike Evans and Adam Thielen, can you imagine getting one of those guys as your number two receiver? Holy yeah. cow. Well, who was the first one? Thielen or? No, the other one. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. See, Mike Evans, I would love. Thielen, I like Thielen a lot. I just feel like, I feel like yes, last year he kind of had lightning in the bottle. I don't think he'll be bad. Yeah. I just don't think he'll come close to replicating it. I think his touchdowns will be down significantly. And I think he's not, I, not I sneaking do. up on anybody anymore. I think his touchdowns will be down as well. Oh, but I, sorry, think who, his, I, I missed who you said. Thielen. Thielen. See, I had Thielen but last I, year. But I also, he's, he is too good. He's too good, He's but gonna we got to talk about yards. We got to talk about Kirk lot. Cousins again now. Well, that's a, that's, that's a big problem. Piece, huh? That's a big piece of it. That is a big piece of it. But because I was, that combination went to shit at the end of the year. I don't know if Adam Thielen led the league, but he was in the top three for catches, and that's huge in PPR. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah, he had a great year. Yeah. So I don't know. I I think if you were to get a guy like that as your number two, wow, that's uh, that's pretty awesome, in my opinion. Yeah. Even T.Y. Hilton at 12, I would be... I'd be stoked with that. Yeah, I would be through the moon having a guy like that as my number two. Yeah, uh, receiver's deep, man. Really deep this year. Um, I guess round out to kind of the top 20 here. We Amari Cooper at 13, which maybe is a little high for me. Uh, Edelman at 14. Uh, Stephon Diggs, 15. AJ, A.J. Green at 16. Wow, he's been so good. Have him down there that far? That far? Yeah, Robert Woods. What was his 17. injury last year? Do you remember? I'm not sure. Was it a was it an ankle? Was it a leg? Oh, it was yeah, something with something the leg. With the mm-hmm. leg. Uh, AJ Green's injury last year was something with the leg. I don't know if it was an ankle or. Boy, that guy has been incredibly productive. He has, and he's ranked 16. I yeah. mean, man, receiver is deep. Uh, Robert Woods 17, Brandon Cooks 18. Kenny Galladay, 19, and then Cooper Cup at 20. That's interesting. So we've got all three of the Rams receivers at yeah. 17, 18, and 20. <laughs> yeah, and Cup's now the last one on there. That's Well, probably because of his injury history. Yeah. Right, I guess I'm not even sure he's, he's going to yeah, start. He's, he's always he's start been injury prone. Unfortunately. Okay, so I've got, I've got pulled up here the top overall rankings of points. Okay, so this is just last year. Okay, so you were close. It it, it was a quarterback was number one, and that was uh, Patrick Mahomes at four thirty. Yeah, that was like quite a bit. Saquon Barkley had three ninety five, which that's a big total for For a running back. Yeah, my God, he he was ninety one catches. Yeah. Oh, he had ninety one. Oh yeah, he went. He he had over two thousand all purpose yards. I didn't realize that. That's why he won rookie. Barely went over two thousand. Yeah, it was two thousand and eight. Or something, something like that. Wow, uh, yeah, that's Ooh, why he got rookie of the year. Seven hundred and twenty-one. All right, yards. now he's my number one. Back. <laughs> Without a doubt, seven hundred and twenty-one yards in the air. Yeah. But McCaffrey, Ooh. McCaffrey had a hundred and seven catches for eight hundred and sixty-seven. Right. He had a hundred and seven catches. Wow. Three hundred eighty-nine. I'm telling you, these are some of the highest numbers I've seen for running back mm-hmm. in Dude, a single year. Fifty is good usually for a mm-hmm. running back. Yeah, fifty. <laughs> These guys are getting a hundred. And I wow! I, I want to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to tip my hand in our fantasy league right now. But yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that's Gurley was actually third in points last year, even when he went out for the yeah. last two games. That's how far ahead he was. Yeah, yeah he was. He was. Um, Rush. He but really seven, was. Seventeen touchdowns and then four in the in the air. That'll that'll do yeah. it. I mean, he had three seventy nine, and then it was and then it was Matt Ryan was next. I don't know so, how. 
Dude, he, they throw. They're touchdown. down a lot. They're yeah, always down, throw. and they always throw. Yeah. Stand that guy. Um, so I was going to go back. And, oh, I was going to go back a few years just to kind of just to get an idea of. Um, well, yeah, we want to see if oh, Antonio was the number one scorer. No, it won't let me do. It won't. It'll let me do projections. It won't let me go back to last year. What? Come you, on. There's Technology? a link on the home page. To league history. Yeah, no, I'm on league. I went to league history, oh. but it only lets me do standings, the final standings, and the final scoreboards. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait. Regular, well, I see regular season standings. Does that let me do? No. Do, 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 do. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> um, so, technology, technology. Yeah, I guess. No, it's just like, wait, I don't think they The rest it. of the guys we got, I'm not going to go all the way down to 30. Well, you know, you look at Alshon Jeffrey, he led the league in drops. You know, he dropped the ball that could have got the Eagles into that game. Yeah, but, but he's got his quarterback. He's got back. his quarterback. We we now have Deshaun Jackson on the other side, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, we have Whiteside. Um, they've caught. Some studs, man. They are, they could this, be sneaky good again. This is what they they told Carson Wentz: Don't try to make the play. We have the playmakers around you. Just get them the ball. Get them the ball. Right. That's really because that that right. came out from I think Sal Palantonio said that the other day um, from yeah, what uh, Doug could, Peterson's press conference was. I think Philly could be sneaky good again this year. Yeah, it's it's they, they they're just loaded everywhere to give Carson. Keep Carson healthy, and like, listen, you got the playmakers. You don't have to make the play. Right. Yep. And, and don't get hurt. Yeah. You know, All you got to do is get the ball to somebody. It's so amazing when you look at the play where he tore his ACL. Well, that's a really one of the freakiest accidents you're ever going to see in your life. Kind of like Brady's few years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was really freakish. It's like, it really was. Yeah, when I tore mine, and I didn't even sever mine all the way. I mean, mine at least I did like a flip end over end. I mean, it's like. Well, I mean, do with something. mine, I tried to hurdle a kid, and I came down wrong. But they, I mean, Carson's injury. Two players collided yeah. on both on his upper knee, his upper leg, and his lower leg at the same time, in consistent fashion, and within a second. Yeah. And that's how it happened. It was just one of those freak occurrences you're you probably will never it see again in your weird. life. Sorry, my phone disconnected. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think Alshon Jeffrey he could be a sleeper for sure. Um, yeah, the Eagles now have size and speed at receiver. That's yeah. great. Boy, they got Calvin Ridley all the way down at 33. They do. That could be a steal for somebody. Yeah, he was. He Tyler nice Boyd's another year, guy that I like. He's kind of a sneaky yeah. uh, slot Oh, so play. he's the number two for Falcons, not Sanu. Who? Well, I think, Ridley, right? I think Ridley will take he over is. the we number said that. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP okay. said that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. I thought no, we you're good. Sanu was second. No, he's third, I guess, right? Or, oh, I think Sanu might have been second for a good part. He then Ridley came was, on and, and became. The, yeah, because Ridley came on good, and that's another I, Alabama yeah, receiver I had right him. there. I had him. He was he was good. Look at the Alabama putting I, out receivers. I'm just now reading your shirt. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is the Stubbly Fiddler? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a, a bar? Irish pub. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> have you been to Ireland? No. Oh, I thought you got that from the bar. No. I'm like, dude, that was fucking cool. I just got the shirt at uh, the Coles. The stubby fit. <laughs> I read it earlier, and I started laughing. I chuckled yeah. to myself. Oh, that's great. Dude. That's why that. it's green. You know. <laughs> no, that's cool. That was cool. Well, um, this doesn't have uh, – we don't have 
tight end on this list. You know, I didn't put but, a tight end, but if you go to the uh, if you go to the link I sent you, you, you get yeah, tight ends right there. That I mean, because tight end last year was pretty much an unmitigated disaster. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't remember, but like two unless or three. you had Travis Kelsey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I kind of, I kind of Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle, and that was about it. I mean, nothing else. I was. had some good times with Cook. I had some good times with Ebron. Oh, Cook, he was good. Uh, you yeah. know, and then that everybody thought well, that was a stretch. But yeah, you know, Ebron, he, Ebron was Ebron, fantastic. Ebron, I picked up. However, I think he's got some competition on his hands. Yeah, now year. he's gonna have Jack Doyle healthy. Yeah, yeah is he is he healthy? You know. Yeah, it's true. We'll but it just goes to show you when. But Ebron usually doesn't make it through the season either. Is right. No problem. No. But when you've got Andrew Luck throwing the ball, you know it's going to uh, it's going right. to hit a lot of accurate places. So, but right. uh, said better. Evan Ingram at, at four is is he way is too he high. good? I mean, is that or or is it just that far of a drop off after the top three? Way too high. Okay, so number five they have Hunter Henry coming back off. Way injury. too high. Okay, so then after that, they've got O.J. Howard of the Tampa Bay Devil. Or, uh, I'd take O.J. before either of those guys. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of have Ray a feeling. Was traded, so yep. Henry, or Howard is Bruce Arians is going to work some magic there, and that team is going to be good, at least on offense. I, I, I think so, too. players to do it. They have a ton of talent. And if they could make Ronald – is it Ronald Jones or what's that guy? Uh, uh, yeah, Ronald Jones. If they could get him yeah. to produce them, his draft position – from last year? I don't know. Peyton Barber's not bad. No, he's not bad. He's just not good. He's nothing. He's 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 a very standard run of the mill, you know, mm-hmm. whole milk fucking Yeah, it's one of those guys you that you might play in your slot. <laughs> well, yeah. Here's what yeah. it comes down to. Can 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 Bruce yeah, get Jameis to play sound fundamental football? Because we have not seen Jameis play sound fundamental football yet in his career. I heard that he bought him a lot of crab's legs. Well, you never know. Gave him his fill. Yeah, you know what crab legs are good for? Scratching your back when you need to. <laughs> oh, Jameis. You should have seen the uh, meal my boss got yesterday. We went to a, a Portuguese restaurant in New York. Uh, we're like, hey, why not hit a Portuguese place? You know, because they got some. Really I was gonna say you weren't in Doylestown if you went Portuguese, right? Well, I was, I, that was actually technically, technically we were in uh, in whatever the city next to Newark is. Um, it's right next to the airport. I can't remember. <laughs> There's so many cities there that are like it's, one that, street. It sounds like street. it sounds like Hoboken. Actually, you're in the middle of a downtown and it changes cities. It's weird, yeah. but uh, but it's really crazy because you realize how out in those areas, you know, where where the immigrants come over, there are still pockets of very like ethnic neighborhoods. Oh yeah, and, the, and I am Portuguese. South so, Philly, you you still have the Italian section right there. You go up up uh, Ninth and Oregon a little bit further, and it, right there you hit all the Italian markets. I mean, it's, it's all Italian. So much so that like in the restaurant, all the waiters didn't speak English that way. Yeah, and they were young; they were kids, and they spoke. And they were definitely, but they were speaking Portuguese over in the end, and it was really kind of cool. And I thought that's the kind of thing you don't really get to experience out here. Grow up out in the West. Yeah, that's that everybody's one thing. American. You know, it's it's funny because when I go back Perfect. east, it, it's it, it, it's it's it brings you back to because I've been out here for now since '97, and you go back east and it's like you, you forget sometimes where you grew up and how diverse it is because you know out here it's you know we're basically here and we have we have you know the, the Mexican influence from right down in Mexico, 12 hours away, and and you know you get a little bit I hear some well, you know Russian talk in Chinatown, yeah. In LA. Yeah, but it's you know you go, you go back east, and especially up in New York City, there's just 
you could go from, you know, a couple blocks from one to ethnicity to another ethnicity, and it's yeah. just crazy. But it was, I personally liked hanging out on Saks Fifth Avenue. If you were to go to, like, Kansas City, per even, is so much more diverse than Denver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Denver's pretty. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been, it's, it's so isolated, you it's, know. It's white. <laughs> Let's just say it. Yeah, it's very, very white. It's white. very white. Um, and then if you uh, – but so the food we got – so I got uh, 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 goat stew. Ooh. And it oh, wasn't yeah. stew in the traditional sense as it didn't come in the bowl with, like, sauce. It was – but it was very well-cooked uh, uh, goat. Like and braised, then, yeah. Yeah, and it was super rich and flavorful. Yeah. Super rich. I didn't. It also seemed like it was kind of fatty, which I think is part of the flavor. And uh, what'd you see? Is there a hottie out there? I I'm just the the talent walking <laughs> past the window on this side seen of Europe. Already, I've seen two. Yeah, I mean the talent in the, in the old it's building was was mu- this is much improved talent. I'm 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 kind of seeing walking past. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, damn, I gotta keep the eyes open. Hope it's, <laughs> hope it's not my neighbor because uh, that ain't happening. Um, but. Um, all right, so your Portuguese, braised goat, and it just yeah, the braised goat, and it comes with some, some potatoes like soft boiled potatoes mm-hmm. and and the broccoli and spinach mix, and then my boss got a seafood the seafood special, and it had like it had oyster not oyster it had clams, crab, shrimp, scallops, maybe I don't remember seeing those. Uh, mussels, um, I think mussels probably didn't. I don't, I don't think I saw an oyster. Octopus. Um, no squid, but it had a full-on like body of a crab that she had to ask for a cracker because she couldn't get into the legs or anything to oh. eat the meat. It wasn't a soft shell crab. I, I guess not. I yeah. don't. I mean, I, it, it it cracked pretty hard when she used the. Oh yeah, the okay, cracker, yeah. So, um, but to get the food, soft shell crabs are normal on the East Coast. Yeah, I am. I, I don't yeah, eat seafood, it, so they I, don't I, crack, don't, eat, I don't eat shellfish. Yeah, that's true. So. They don't crack when you have it. You don't need. I mean, that was it. that was the claw, so I don't know yeah. if that would make any difference, but. Um, no, she definitely like it was, but it was like it was like only half the crab, yeah, or like half the body of the crab. It was interesting, huh. but um, the thing was so wild was the portions. I mean, I I could not have eaten all the goat they gave me in two full meals. Yeah, that was that much goat. My boss ate not one bo- not one spoonful of the rice or the sauce. Just straight up eat the meat, the seafood, the shellfish meat out of the out of the out of the bowl, uh-huh. and she was full. I mean, I couldn't believe, and it's like, how do they afford to do that? These little restaurants, you know, food costs are a big deal, but I don't know, man. They seem that place was packed, and it was not like you know a big style restaurant. I mean, but I mean that place was just packed, and it was interesting when you would hear a lot of people there speaking the Portuguese language, mm-hmm. and it was really kind of interesting because Portuguese, you know, does sound kind of like Spanish, mm-hmm. but it definitely sounds different. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a much it's a much. Um, I always laugh. It sounds like Spanish mixed with Russian. Yeah. It's like angry Spanish. Angrier. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Spanish is a very docile language, mm-hmm. and Portuguese is a very aggressive language, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. But I thought this is an awesome. It would be an awesome language for gangsters. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the right sound <laughs> for it. You know. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. Sorry, kind of went off on my tangent there. Um, I miss it. Ten thirty-seven. Um, which, who have we not gone over here? So we went over Ebron and Jared Cook, Vance McDonald. So I guess he's getting all the balls from from Roethlisberger, right? I mean, uh, especially yeah. with Antonio Brown and Juju getting double cover, you should get a lot of catches. Yeah, he could have a nice season. He could be a good sleeper. I don't know. McDonald, wait a second. Where did where'd their normal tight end go? He, Jesse James. Did, did he retire? 
Jesse oh, James? I, no, not Jesse James. I was talking about Heath Miller. No, Jesse James oh, he, went to Jesse. Where did Jesse go? To another team. He did. Tight, <laughs> Titans, maybe. Uh, I don't even see him on. Oh, there he is, Detroit. Detroit. Oh, wow. Where, where, where did, uh, where did your boy go that you're talking about? Uh, 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 go. Uh, Ooh, look at the just look, just look at that receiver. No, uh, uh, Golden Tate. Oh, Golden Tate. I, I'm not sure even he's gotten picked up. That's a really good question. He's in Philly, isn't he? No, no, no. Oh, Philly. he's the Giant. Yeah. No, 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 no. He only had a one-year deal with Philly. Wow, New York Giants. Yeah. Well, they had to fill something. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's surprising. Yeah, no, he only had a one-year deal, and he really didn't produce. Huh. So he was out. All right, the most important thing is who's the best kicker? That's a really good question. <laughs> it's a hard thing to decide. You have to, you have to pick a team that scores a lot of field goals. Yes, and not a lot of touchdowns. Good at moving the ball, but not good at punching in the red zone. That's yeah. how the Broncos were good for a while until their offense got that bad. But you yeah. also want a guy that can boot it because a 50-yard field goal is worth five points, right? That's true. That's so true. You want a guy that can be able to throw a nice bomb out there once in a while. Um yeah, I mean, when you look at some of the higher-scoring teams, I guess, in that situation, like uh, with the Rams, you got Zerline, the Patriots, right. you got Gaskowski. Those two guys are right. pretty steady and can kick it. Um, who else comes to mind? I, I forget the – is it Lutz for New Orleans? They score a lot of points. Yep, that's – I'm trying to pull up my list here. i got to figure out where I sent it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think those three guys are certainly – guys to consider as kickers uh who are going to be some of the top defenses do you think jp yeah let me just uh let me pull up my stuff here just okay. uh, so i can get a i i think in uh in the nfc i think you're gonna see you know seattle's gonna be tough Oops. again on defense i think arizona bounces back and is tough again oh that's ooh. Boy, that, my list did not pull up kickers for some reason. San Francisco, do you think they'll be any good? Probably uh, not. God, defenses. Seattle has been dropping off consistently. They have, but boy, they they had some good young guys that made an impact last year. I like that style of defense they play there. Bears had 36 takeaways this year. I think year. the Bears are going to fall back to earth a little well, bit. Well, the over-under in Vegas right now is 26. So the question is, uh, do, you, do you do you book it or shove it uh, over-under 26 interceptions for the Bears this year? Because they had 36 last year. There's, n- there's no way they're going to get 36. I mean, so Vegas has them at 26 for fit. I'll take or, the or turnovers. I'd take the under on that too, I think. Yeah. So, because that was a that was a question the other day. That's a lot of interceptions. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, in one so, year. Yeah, I don't know. What's your thoughts on kickers, there, Mark? Uh, I don't have a list of kickers in front of me right defense. now. Or and defense. Oh, defense. Boy, defense is tricky. I, I actually like the Jags to kind of bounce back and have a good year, but boy, who's that? There is there really one undisputed? Like the last few years, it seems like there's always been one team. That that somebody goes to draft in like the right. ninth round, right? He yanks them out early. Yeah, you know, like last year, I think it was the Jags because they were coming off a off great that year. season, mm-hmm. and they were taken, and then boy, did they disappoint, right? Yeah. Um, Who was a good defense last year? The Bears, right? I yeah, mean, the Bears yeah. last year. Last yeah. year, yeah. 
I think they take a step back. Yeah. Did the Texans? Did they lose Clowney? Did he go somewhere? He's still he's a holdout. I think oh, the I think out. the Vikings will be good. I'm not going to say they're going to be number one. I think, but they'll, I be think good. they'll be in the top like seven or eight. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping on the Broncos, but I don't want to say they're going to be good. Uh, they, I think boy. they will be though. They have some good man that pass rush, and and, uh, they and they've got some. They've got a good secondary. They have a very weak middle linebacking core. Well, that can be That's, covered up with I hope with the pass rush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vaughn's gonna have to get in there, and so is Chubb. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Chargers. Chargers should have a fairly good defense. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did. The yep. Chiefs. Now the Chiefs for fantasy had an excellent turnover defense right. and scoring defense. And the Bears did. As the, the Rams and the Rams. Right. Yep. So Rams were pretty good. Rams didn't produce what you thought they were going to produce. They did the first half of the year. They're so right. good on. How can you be so good on both sides of the ball? They were so good on offense. You know. You know like, what it is? It means that you drafted well, and then you got a couple of nice sneaky either trades yeah, or right. or free agency pickups you know that you were willing to take a risk on yeah and then and then the risk pays off yeah. right there's all those teams where the risk doesn't pay off and you're like what a disaster of a team and you're like well because you just took a shot you know it's like they say with the broncos elway's pretty much looking to try and do what he did in 2015 and catch lightning in a bottle right get an, an, a, a defense that's playing at a very high level an offense that can score just enough, enough. and not shoot itself in the foot Mm-hmm. And try and get in, sneak in the playoffs, and then get hot. And yep. really, that's what that's what a lot of sports are. It's getting hot in the playoffs, sneaking in the yeah. playoffs, and getting hot in the playoffs. Yeah, especially yeah. in the NFL, we've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Uh, boy, but a kicker, probably like the Eagles kicker would be a good one. The Saints kicker is always a good one. Is that Kurtz or something like Lutz, that? Lutz. Lutz. Yeah. It was <laughs> something with a Z. Yeah. Um, boy, you would think the Rams kicker would be good. Yeah, we said those two. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, Patriots are Patriots, always a good one. Yeah, who, da, who, da, who did the Bears bring in? I don't know. They brought I, him back for one more year, right? The, no, no, no. They, no. They, they got rid of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was gone. Oh, who's the guy that got talked into one more season just recently? Maybe it was – Philly guy. Was it the Philly guy? Mm-hmm. Or they get, they, did they get rid of him? Uh, I, I, thought, I don't think they got rid of him. No. No. They, I, yeah, the Bears. Because you, you think about – Did lose him like three games last year, the yeah. Bears kicker? No, I mean, that was the Vikings. Yeah. Well, who's well, who's too, the huh? team on there that yeah. that scores the most field goals and can't punch it in the red zone? I mean, Detroit. There's one for you. Ugh. Maybe <laughs> they gotta get into the red zone. They will though with Stafford. He's good. He's good, but he just the numbers don't. Just the number, they just anything. don't seem to do it. Who are the receivers now? Well, Carry on Johnson's their running back, right? Like Theo Riddick, right? Well, Kenny Galladay is their number one. I don't right. know who oh, they okay. have after that, but. Who they had at tight? They picked, they brought in a tight end, didn't they? Two. They brought in well, two brought tight in ends. Two tight ends. So yeah. Well, in. Jesse James. Jesse and James. Then they and... drafted the kid. Yeah. Oh, TJ Hawkins. Yeah. So that's what Parida's doing then, right? So Parida's going to run the two tight end offense. Right. And then that could set up a lot of field goals. Yeah. 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 You know, boy, maybe that'll be a great kicker. Who the hell is their kicker? It's, that's a good question. <laughs> it's uh, the guy that was here for a long time. Jeff Stover. No, in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, starts with an M. Dang it, Hold on. Prater, Matt Prater. Is it Matt Prater? Let me yeah. Let me double check that. Prater real quick. had some deep field goals and some bad misses. Yeah, but it's Matt Prater. I was thinking McMahon. Don't they yeah, it is McMahon Prater now or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's Prater. That the Broncos have now. McManus. McManus. Yeah. That's what it yeah. is. McManus. He's not, he's got a leg, but he's not super accurate. He has. No. He kind of has some rough 
stretches, it seems like. Yeah, he's not he's not instilling fear on anybody. No. And he's not the guy you want with a game. Oh, so here's something I didn't realize. C.J. Anderson, they didn't re-sign him nope. in nope. Los Angeles. I know. I thought that was nope. kind of silly. Nope. They like their backup, and they drafted a guy. Yeah. Do you know where he wound up, though? I don't know if he did wind up. Oh, anywhere. he wound up somewhere. He yeah. wound up in Detroit. In Detroit. <laughs> oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you were asking me where he went. No, I just want to know if you knew where he went. Oh, yeah, Detroit. Because yeah. he had a great heck of a postseason yeah. there. He had a great he, – he found out what it was like to run against, behind a good offensive player. Right, right. Uh, and, a, and a devastating air attack. Yeah, you know? yeah, they, they had everything. And yeah. A good, yeah, everything. Uh-huh. Just goes to show you, you know, that's why you never know. Uh, your team brings in the right offensive coordinator – Things can change in a hurry. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can change in a hurry. So, yeah. I'm obviously hoping for that for my boys, but not 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 counting on it. Um, so, you want to jump into the total rankings you got here? Yeah, let's. So, this is from. Uh, I like. I, I mixed it up. So, make 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 for better debates. So you're not always one sided. This is from NBC Sports Network. Um, their 32 uh, top rankings of all the teams. Oh. And uh, they have the Patriots at one, Kansas City at two, Eagles at three, Dallas at four, the Bears at five. That rounds out the top five. Problems with that, guys? Whoa, Philly at three. I love Patriots at one, obviously, until until someone shows that they're consistently better. That's my favorite team. Uh, Chiefs, I think that that's probably – they probably earned that slot. Okay. But I'm – I just would be shocked if they do again next year what they did last year. Yeah. Not because of talent, not because of anything like that, just because every top ever scoring team we've seen, like when we saw the Pats do it and the Broncos do it and the Rams kind of did it. It's like after you do it, everybody is gunning for you at that point. Everyone is gunning for exactly what you do. And I don't think that means it would be bad. I just, I, I don't think you can sustain that kind of level for two years. Well, it's all offense when you look at the Chiefs because yeah, the defense definitely outplayed what they were last year, and that sure. that contributed contributed to their success. But uh, just think about the Vikings and the Rams games. Yeah. Or was it, did they play the Vikings? The Chiefs? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. They didn't. Okay. No. I don't um, think so. No. Maybe it was the Pats game. I'm thinking of, but games where you saw that they 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 had games where they shut opponents down. And they had games where they couldn't stop a single possession of the but other But they team. still would outscore the other team. <laughs> well, they lost to the Rams, didn't they? The Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Rams just barely outscored them. And I think they... That's what they did to the Vikings, too. I remember if they beat the Pats or not in the regular season. I think they played in the regular season. Though. I think they did beat the Pats in the regular season. And then the Pats beat them at... And on the road, because oh yeah, because the, the, the no, game was because they went lost. Up. They lost. And the Pats beat them in the in the both NFC times. championship. Pats or AFC. I think the Pats beat them both times. Might have. So yeah, so the Patriots always have a better defense than you think they're going to have. Well, it takes them a little time to get it going. Mm-hmm. Remember the first couple games, they were terrible. Right when they people always say, "Oh, the dynasty's over." Yeah. It's like, Oh wait, Super Bowl. Yep. You know, uh, Philly at three. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, me too. But I guess, see, to me, New Orleans would be my three. Just because, again, I think that if not for a bad call and a, and a goofy play, they're in the Super Bowl two years in a row. Wow. I, I, would, I have I, the Rams at three. I would put the Saints yeah. over the Rams. I, I really would just yeah. because of, I think that the Saints would have been in that Super Bowl, and I mm-hmm. think the Saints, if they can, if they, you know, they'll sign, they'll sign them. 
they should be up there because I think they would have been in the Super Bowl, and I think uh, Sean Payton would have been a better coaching matchup against Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, that's that's really what I, I want to say about that. No, that would have been a – I love the Rams. I'd put him four. Uh, better coaching, but uh, in my opinion, I think he's a better overall coach. I mean, yeah. I think Payton's great, obviously, but um, – yeah, I mean, I think the Rams got a wonderful thing last year. They made it to the Super Bowl and lost, but they got all the seasoning. You know, mm-hmm. they now know what it's like to run, a, do a playoff run, to be the favorite, to you know get there. And they kind of, I mean, you can't say they got smoked in the play in the Super Bowl because the score wasn't that big. Yeah. But boy, they got, they just were just. They couldn't do anything. Off. They they couldn't do anything. I think there was more coaching than anything. I yeah, just, I really. Like... But I mean, Belichick took away all their weapons. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, that's just. You know, I know it's not just Belichick. He's got people on his t- staffs, but yeah. that was amazing. They yeah. were just nothing in the yeah. playoff, man. Yeah, I I got the Rams three. I feel like I got the Saints actually probably a about where they're at. That was huh? yeah. So see, the their Colts... their defense is not going to be very good. Yeah, so, it doesn't I, seem to matter. I, and I think, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Breeze is good. I think he takes a little bit of a step back this year. I think he's still very good, but. I, I don't know. I'd rather – I think the Colts are a better team than the Saints. I, in fact, I'd probably put the Colts four. So, Cowboys and Bears at four and five. I mean, Bears I'm okay with. I don't know if the Bears will be as good as last year, but I think they've got a real solid base to build on. I, I think the Colts will be better than the Bears, though. In yeah, my, in I my opinion. Me too. Yeah. I can see that. Colts I, defense is I still agree. a work in progress. Yeah. Still a work in progress. But, boy, that bringing that Quentin Richardson turned that line from a weakness to, damn, they're a strength. I can't believe what that line did yeah. with him. I mean, he's just a road grade. Just it was like you had to throw yeah. three defensive players on him. You know, it was just, yeah. He's just the type of player. He's a little dirty, I think. You know, just and enough. Yeah, I don't think he's yeah. like a like a yeah. bad guy or anything. But I no, just, just he enough. has that kind of that chip on his shoulder, that killer mentality, all mm-hmm. all wrapped up in one. Yeah, so. I'm not working out to beat. I'm not working out to be the best I can. Or I'm not working out just to beat you. I'm working out to be the best there is. Yeah. You know, it's like that extra drive that Jerry Rice kind of has. Yeah. You know, um, but then I this is I I honestly think that the Chargers are probably perfect at eleven. I think that they just they just keep doing it. Talked about it last year. They show us who they are when it comes down to crunch time. I think they're a little better than eleven. So who would you hop them over? Well, they're yeah. Who would you hop them over? Seahawks. Yep. Yeah. Steelers. I, I, I would. I think and the Seahawks. The Seahawks are rated too high on here. And yeah. and the Could cow be. and the Cowboys. I'd say this about the Seahawks. If the defense is legit, they've got the kind of running game set up right now with a they running can, quarterback. They can really grind out games. games yep. Yep. Shorten games. They and, could. And, make the, and, and, and really tire your team out. I have them just outside the top ten probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I have the Cowboys not – I can't believe they're as high as four. Yeah, I have what, them way Is that way based on their down. defense being so I good? I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they do have the best running back – or maybe the best running back, and they've got – but I mean, and they got a brand new receiver who's you know busting yeah. things yeah. up. I mean, maybe they're a top ten team. I don't know. We're they're, definitely they're a top ten team. Yeah, but four is no. Scary, you know? Yeah, it's no. Not like you see, oh, they're, they're, oh, there's a game of, of the Cowboys are playing a scrub. Oh, I'm taking them on a yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's you know, Vikings. I think that's about right. I do too. Because they could be a top three. 
But they, they could, could also be a, a 13, 14, 15. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Three might be a little high. I With Kurt Cousins, I, who he, knows? He I think he. Tell. I think he makes some strides this year. I just don't know how much. If you know? he just were to get locked in. Yeah. Locked in for the whole season. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like he was amazing. When he was good, when he weeks, was good, he was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, what happened? and when yeah. he's bad, he's bad. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> so it's just like Terrible. he's like one of those guys who he's on or he's off. He's just he, that. And then he was and, that way with the Redskins. He I mean, is, he agrees exactly the, and, the way we were. And we all know the huge Achilles heel, which is the time, the prime time, time slot. Right. Oh yeah. And they're gonna have a bunch of them this yep. year. And so. maybe he's just a morning guy. He's a morning person. He can't play that late afternoon. Maybe. You know? Yeah. And also because he was on the East Coast, he played at 10 a.m. most of the time, yeah. right? Or even, well, I guess it's noon for them. But yeah. uh, no, on East Coast, um, it's one o'clock. No, fudge. Do the East Coast, man. Just hey, I say the East Coast. I'll, I'll agree. <laughs> when I was over there, you know, the, the Dodgers. I want to go to the beach and not the shore. <laughs> the Dodgers were playing the uh, Angels, you know, and I came uh, home from uh, from dinner, our business dinner, and or back to the hotel. And walking by the TV in the bar, as I saw it was the second inning, <laughs> and we were paying for dinner and leaving, I'm like, dude, how do you stand that? Well, that's why they, I'm going to throw a tangent in here real quick. The Pac-12 are talking about 9 a.m. games to get their, their, their games on at noon in the prime slot on uh, ABC to get more exposure right now. How much does that piss off the students? Oh, the, Jesus, you'd have to tailgater. go on an all-nighter. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, open it up at midnight for tailgating, you know? So, I, I mean, I, I remember doing kegs and eggs at Penn at Allen State College at, you know, 5 a.m. for the noon game. Gross. Kegs and eggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. Kegs and beer? Oh, man, I'd be puking early. No wonder you guys are always vomiting. <laughs> oh, gross. I like eggs. I like beer. <laughs> Don't want to move in the morning. <laughs> Good God! Come on, put some tomato juice in your in your beer and no have some tomato. Yeah. No, <laughs> no clamato. Gross shit. No, yeah. just tomato, not not clamato. Not clamato. Oh, yeah. Those are the ones that Maribel talks about Oof. all the time. Heebie jeebie. Yeah, I don't. I don't like to like. No, I don't like tomato juice beer either. A michelada. Michelada. A la 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 la. la. Michelada. It's got clam juice yeah. and stuff in it too. Oh. <laughs> no, you wouldn't make clam that would make juice. me throw up. <laughs> it just goes to show you how poor and how bad and yeah. how rare ingredients were at one point in time that this shit got popular, dude. I mean, it's oh. just like chicken broth. To some people, <laughs> I'm not pouring chicken broth into my beer either. Yeah. That Why might be you tasty. Your beer? <laughs> No. You pour that shit on the turkey you're basting, or you pour that in the uh, stew you're making. You don't. Pour Come on, it a, a good old mesquite smoked chicken broth stout. Come on, you, I, there you go. I think it was just alcoholics that were like, "I'm not getting enough nutrition, so I'm gonna pour a little chicken <laughs> and get it in my beer." So where do we finish up here on our list here? We're all right. So let's go to the Cleveland Brown. Browns at 13. That's about right. Do you think I, I like that? I like them right I there. Yeah, they're, they're a playoff team. I think yeah. eight and eight, nine and six. Yeah, that's. that's okay, I think they're eight and eight at least this year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of pieces to put together and a lot of pressure. But that's a lot of pressure. That division's not yeah. good. Not. I good. talked about this with someone yeah. I see. Uh, I that's, see. I think a lot. that's the worst division in, a, in the NFL. Well, Pittsburgh isn't going to be that bad. Mm, they're not going to be exactly. good. I mean, they're essentially only lost one player this year because they didn't have Le'Veon last year. Well, they lost Jesse good. James too. And Antonio Brown. And Antonio well, Brown. Antonio, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Was yeah, Jesse James. They lost a lot. So. Yeah. I and the know. defense isn't good. 
they have some talent that's young that I think they'll be back to where they need to be in two years on defense, yeah. but not this year. Right. So how good so, are, how good is the Ravens defense going to be? They've got them back. They're back. always better than you think. Yeah, always they are. Oh wow. Uh, let's go so. ninety no. seconds. Look, Denver Broncos twenty third. Way too low. No. No. I, I think their ceiling is pretty high. Okay. If everything came together on offense and defense, I think they're a top 10 team. But I don't expect that to happen. Oakland no. Raiders in the same division, 28 on this list. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Do you think that's perfect? perfect. With I think Antonio they're a little better. I think, I, they're a little better than, I think they're a little better than 28. Yeah, With Antonio Brown on there, I think I they're a little better than 28. Yeah. They're, a top, they're a top seven pick this next year in the draft, and then they'll be a much better team. Well, yeah. it, it's going to take them a year to make any of this stuff come together. So I, we'll, think we'll, it's, it's, I think the, I, Oakland might surprise somebody this year. I think they're they're seven to nine, eight and eight. Yeah, uh, it could be a seven and nine. I could definitely yeah, see eight and nine. eight. Might might they that might, might get a, there? That might be a stretch. But. Yeah. All right, we're obviously getting delusional here on the, uh, the sports. <laughs> event, so we're gonna go ahead and say good night or Rude, good day. Good. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. As always, offensive out. They might they might have cut us off there. Okay.